hello everyone welcome back i am dom i am jamie and this is the cutting room floor today we said it we said it last week on boogie nights we're gonna do good fellas for you so we're gonna do good fellas for you 1990 directed by the great the goat martin scorsese starring robert de niro rayleigh oda and the legend Joe Pesci. So Jamie, I I pretty much forced you to watch this one, you know? So so go yeah. ahead and tell the people how you felt about Goodfellas. Well, uh, the first time I watched it, because this isn't the first time we've recorded this. Mm-hmm. So the first time I watched it, I I'd seen bits and pieces of it in passing over the over the decades. Because mm-hmm. it's what, 34 years old now. Cause I don't know exactly when in 1990 it came out. So so it's older than you are. It is. Yeah. Wait, so wait, this is like recently is your first time like fully like watching this in its whole entirety. entirety? Yes, wow. yes, yeah. So I, after watching uh, Boogie Nights, I, I was telling you a little bit, like I could see where Paul Thomas Anderson got some of the, I'll say stylistic choices, yes, because especially sure. like how the music propels the, the time frame of the movie because mm-hmm. you can tell in goodfellas like the music in the background of the time tells you like which year or which decade it is mm-hmm. like you can really tell yeah and and the uh i don't want to say i don't want to say it's non-linear but we had talked about this before how it begins with that trunk scene mm-hmm. and then they kind of tell the story to get to that trunk scene yes but I think now they started out because that scene changes everything. Every, in their lives. Yes, I was like, yes, I was like, it's the turning point. And because uh, Hank is, it's Hank Hill, right? Or, <laughs> I, I mean, his 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 uh, undercover name. Right? Yeah, that's his undercover name. Yeah, it's Henry yeah. Hill. <laughs> uh, Henry Hill. Yeah, I'm sorry, Hank Hill. God, I'm thinking of King of the You're Hill. Thinking of yeah, propane, propane, and yeah, propane accessories. Yeah. So, so Hank Hill. He, uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it is Henry Hill. You're yep. right. I'm sorry. Well, Hank is a name for nickname for Henry. It is. So. Are you the kids that's been whacking off in my tool <laughs> shed. <laughs> yeah, because he could also be Mr. Anderson he from can't. Beavis and Yo, Butthead. He Yo yeah. isn't that the ain't it the, the same, same guy? Yeah, pretty that's much. What I, figured, yeah. like, I figured ain't the same voice actor. Yeah, it's uh, Mike Judge. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Mike Judge is doing the voice of Hank Hill. Yeah, yeah. I know he made the shit. I didn't know he voiced yeah, him. Yeah, that's yeah, great. yeah. Because he was he's Beavis, he's Butthead. I didn't know. I knew he was one of the one of the two dudes. I didn't know he was him yeah. too. That's funny. Yeah, Mike Judge really changed. He's a fucking genius, honestly. We might have to do a Mike Judge episode, dude. Office go... Space alone, Idiocracy. Yeah. Come on, bro. Yeah, yeah, I definitely down. Because think about like Beavis and Butthead, and then Daria. Just those oh, two Daria's changed shit. Animated. Yeah, and then King of the Hill incredible yeah yeah yeah, sorry so so henry Mm -hmm. he uh henry hill uh i realized because he's narrating it i realized this time around because i watched it again like he's telling the story it's almost as if like the audience is the fbi guys yeah and and he's narrating the story then and he's probably thinking it, like that scene in the beginning is probably him thinking of when everything changed. Mm-hmm. So the first thing you hear him say as a narrator is that iconic line. Yes, you know, for as long as I, for as long as I can remember, I always want to be a gangster. Yeah, and and that sets it all up. Yep. But, but the, I realized like that TB. Yeah, it, mm. it, it, it there's a reason for it all, and I guess I didn't realize that the first time I watched it. I'm like this, 
doesn't make any sense to me. And then the second time I'm like, oh, he's he's thinking you don't see it, obviously, but he's he's doing the two things uh, Jimmy told him not to do. Mm-hmm. He's like, what are the two things you never do? Because after he's a kid and he gets arrested for the first time and he's in court. Yeah. He's like, you know, what are two things you never do? You never rat out your friends. Yep. Always keep your mouth shut. Yep. Yeah. So it's like the film begins with him doing the two things he was never supposed to do. Mm -hmm. And I, and another turning point for him, I think is when Karen calls him and it's ironic. Her name's Karen because she's white. (laughs) Karen calls him about the neighbor. She's Jewish. She's Jewish. Yeah. (laughs) She calls him about the neighbor, right? Mm-hmm. And that's the first time you ever see Henry get really violent. Yeah, but Henry's actually quite like chill through yeah. the whole thing. Except I think that's why over everyone a likes woman. him too, over a chick. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know. I, I, I can go all over the place. But what, what, it, what about I mean, you? Back then, you know, because this is one of your favorites. Lauren B was it? looking good. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. But, oh yeah, Goodfellas, one of my all-time favorites, and I think it's kind of. I think it's like everyone, any, any cinephile, bro. They, if you don't love Goodfellas, that's just crazy to me. When people say they don't like Goodfellas, I just question, have they actually watched it? Cause I'm like, man, if you don't like Goodfellas, I don't know what movie to show you to entertain you. You know what I realized watching it this time? And this is going to be crazy. Cause I know every once in a while I have like political jokes and stuff, right? Cause uh-huh. politics just ag- aggravates me a lot of the time. Uh-huh. Joe Pesci is telling that story, the story where, you know, Henry's like, hey, you're a funny guy. And uh-huh. he's like, whatever. But so before Henry says that, Joe Pesci is talking and he's like, bing, bang, boom, right? Uh-huh. And it hit me. I'm like, oh, my God, because Colt 45, you know, he thinks a gun sounds like bing. You know, he's done mm-hmm. stupid speeches mm-hmm. where he's making those same noises that joe pesci as the the honey badger that is tommy makes yeah i'm like does he think he's a gangster because of that because he's like bing bong bong you know <laughs> is that and and i don't mean tommy i mean Cold i mean 45. yeah Cold 45 I, yeah i don't know man i never even but thought about that I, it hit me i'm like holy shit it's the exact same noises <laughs> but guns don't sound like that they do not but imagine if you if you took out all the gun noises in every action film that you've ever seen and it's just like bing that'd be funny yo with some like old batman type automatopoeia sounds and shit yeah that'd be funny as hell bing bong yeah Yeah, it'd be be terrible that would be boom bing yeah it's like it'd be like old western sounding like you know just got the like stock gun sound it it would sound like someone in an old western spitting into a spit yeah yes you know a bunch (laughs) of ricochet and bullets and shit yeah so so anyway i'm sorry that that just hit me because i i was watching it like oh my god like it's it's, joe pesci is running for president yeah yeah he might be but uh joe pesci he he should have been president probably at some point yeah no, i love that dude but goodfellas man it's it's one of them films i think it kind of uh i think it kind of shaped the 90s and it's crazy that it came out in 1990 because that's a hell of a way to kick off the decade and i think goodfellas was the perfect film to come out when it did because I think it forced every other filmmaker to try and match Scorsese's energy, which yeah. as a result, we got a ton of great films from 90 all the way to 99. So 
I mean, look at 94 alone, bro. Like, you can't tell me filmmakers, the biggest films that year, all them filmmakers were watching Goodfellas, especially the way stories were narratively told back then. I feel like Scorsese kind of set a tone for the 90s on how to tell a good story and the way you should kind of pace and edit it. And aside from that, though, fuck all the technical mumbo jumbo. It's just a fun ass time, bro. It's funny. It's got some cool little mild action. You know, and that's the weird thing. It is funny. It's hilarious, even, bro. Even when they're like killing somebody <laughs> yes, or funny. burying somebody. Yeah. Or digging somebody up. Like the only. <laughs> like the, a leg or a wing. Yeah, yeah, right. He went the wing and a leg. Ah! He, said, well, get, he said, well, we'll cook it up with some sausages. Yeah. I'm like, oh. I'm like, <laughs> Joe Pesci's insane. We'll get some peppers and sausages. I'm like, this guy, bro. But the only death in there that didn't, honestly, I didn't really like laugh at or was like, ooh, look at that, like was probably Billy Bats. Just because the intensity of the scene kind of has you like, yo, you know, yeah, you're just yeah. like, you're like, bro, you're like Billy Bats. Like, it's insane. So I don't know. I, uh, I do love uh, my man Joey, though. He is the man in that movie. Every character works in this film. Uh, it's probably Ray Liotta's best performance, you know. Yeah. Uh, I'd have to say it might be it might be Joe's too. Yeah, it's probably Joe's. I think this is the one that defines him. Joe uh, Pesci. Yeah, Joe Pesci. Yeah, because he'd been in like Raging Bull and Easy Money, mm-hmm. and obviously other things uh, before that. Because Raging Bull and Easy Money, Raging Bull is what nineteen eighty. Yeah, and Easy Money might be like eighty three. Eighty three. Yeah. So it's like. There's obviously gaps in time there where he was uh, acting, but I don't think anyone really cared until this film came out. Oh, wait, he was in uh, Lethal Weapon 2 the year before. Oh, that would have been 89. Okay. Because Leo Getz first. Yeah, that's first right. That's Le- right. Weapon 2. That's right. Leo Getz. But I mean, yeah. no one knew Leo Getz was going to turn out this kind of role in yeah, that's Goodfellas. True. You know, and then Leo Getz is a goofy character, even though he's well played. But think about like, and then Home Alone came out the same year. Yeah, even, that's insane. I keep forgetting he was that's, in Home Alone. That's fucking nuts. Yeah, Home Alone is and, Home Alone ninety. Yeah, nineteen ninety. And you know what? Joe Pesci and uh, forty five would have met filming Home Alone too. So maybe he did get something. Maybe from. he did. Yeah, mm, he was like, "That's that's funny." I didn't even think about that. But then my cousin Vinny came out. That was that. what ninety two. I want to say. Between ninety two and ninety four, yeah. just off the top of my head, because Ralph Macchio still looked like he was. He 15. still looked like bro. He was like <laughs> tw- by, by the time fucking my cousin Vinny came out, Ralph Macchio had to be like thirty plus. Well, dude, he's like sixty <laughs> he was like, now. Yeah, I was like, he was like twenty one or two in the first Karate Kid. Yeah, he was old. He just looked young as shit. Because he was in Up the Academy, a mad magazine film that they then disowned after he came out. That was directed by RDJ Sr. Oh, damn. Yeah. Okay. Uh, wait, RDJ. Robert Downey Jr. Sr. RD Sr. RDS. RDS. Thank you. Yeah. I'm like, wait, that doesn't make any sense now that I said it out loud. Yeah. Yeah. Robert Downey Sr. directed it. And it's a cheesy, like, answer to Animal House. Okay. But it's about, like, kids at a military school. Hmm. And it's not bad. It's just not good. It's not good. Yeah. But, you know, for the time, it came out in 1980. I think that was one of the first things ralph macchio did like before 
the Outsiders, because the Outsiders was before Karate Kid. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was. And stay gold, pony boy. <laughs> you know, I, I do love him in the Outsiders. All right, we need to talk about the Outsiders because so, I can go about the fucking Outsiders but, all day. But you're right because Joe Pesci then ended up. Uh, his star just skyrocketed because everyone knew who De Niro was. Of course, he was already huge. Uh, Ray Liotta, I mean, he had done something wild a few years before this, but I don't know if this he was, was his really breakout in... for sure. Yeah, it had and to he should have got an Oscar nom for that, bro, for Goodfellas. I don't know how he didn't. And even like his voice, like the narration, the narrate I mean, is some of the best narration yeah, all the time. Yeah. Like he's, oh man, he's great. So she read on everybody, me, Jimmy, even her brother. I'm like, yo, he's just, his voice is perfect. Yeah. For that, yeah. For Cause that. he's kind of like, and that's what made me realize it's more conversational. Mm-hmm. And that's why even like when Karen starts talking, when she's, uh, when he asked her to hide that gun, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, cause she's talking to the FBI yes, too. Yes. Yes. So I'm like, oh, okay. I very... have to admit it turned me on. Yeah. Bit. I have to admit it turned me on. Some of my girlfriends would have got out of there <laughs> if that boyfriend had him hide a gun. Yeah. Man, most chicks that would turn him on. They'd be like, okay, baby. Yeah. Cause you defended her honor. Yeah. You yeah. Know what I mean? exactly. You went out there and she now she dude, knows like this dude will protect me. He was went out in broad daylight and beat the shit out of this uh, guy with a pistol in front of all his friends. Yeah. And his like, friends just not, they there. just, what, what and, are you going to do? And the one guy's like, don't shoot. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm like, what are you going to do? You try to stop me, shoot you in the face. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, listen, you shouldn't have been disrespectful, bro. Well, so they don't know he's not Tommy. Yeah, they because like Tommy, Tommy two guns. They don't want that. Yeah. Tommy would have killed them motherfuckers. Yeah. Like, yeah. It was nothing, bro. And it's yeah. it, hey, but women will women will stir up the pot because, like you they said, can. Henry was pretty much committed no violence, none except for that. Yeah, against people, like he blew up yeah. when he was a teenager. He blew up that the cars, yeah, yeah the cars the, the, and stuff. But I mean, and, that's uh, he, whatever. He, but he, he, he wasn't beat like nobody murder. up. Yeah, yeah, definitely wasn't killing people. Yeah, he doesn't kill anyone in the whole movie, does he? No, I don't, I don't think, he, think he. You does. don't think you see him at least? No, he. And maybe that's because I don't know if he did in real life because I never read the book. Mm-hmm. But maybe that's the, a stylistic choice to have you empathize with him more because he's surrounding himself with these individuals who commit these heinous things. So it separates him in a way from them, even though they were together and doing the same stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't know. Henry, Henry definitely. He fit in the lifestyle, but he was definitely different than everyone else. I mean, I think that's why everyone liked him. Yeah. You can kind of blend in with all of them. Because, you know, there was beefs within the crew. Yeah. You know, dudes who didn't like certain dudes. Because, I mean, half of them hated Tommy. Oh, you know yeah. I mean? oh, yeah. I, I, probably about 90% of them did. They I were think like, even Paulie did. Yeah, he couldn't Paulie do anything because he's like, he'll kill me. About him. Yeah. He was like, what do you want me to say to the fucking dude? Yeah. You know, and the part when the dude, after the restaurant yeah. scene, when the dude, yeah. he's like, He's like, what do you want me to do? Fucking kill the kid? Yeah. He's like, well, be a bad I mean, idea. it wouldn't be a bad fucking idea. I mean, this guy is bad fucking news. I'm, I mean, I know he's your friend. I mean, no disrespect, but I mean, yeah. this guy's fucking, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, because the guy's telling him, he's like, I got to look over both my shoulders both my when shoulder. I go out to He's my like, car. I'm fucking scared to death walking out. I got to look over both my fucking shoulders. He's into me seven fucking Gs. That ain't no small amount of money, you know? Yeah. He's like, he's like, what do I know about the restaurant game? I know how to go in. I know how to order food. So, so here's my question for you. Because of that scene, like, why? Why do they want Polly to take over the restaurant? Is it because the guy is in debt now because of what Tommy owes him? It's the debt. I don't know if it's necessarily solely because Tommy owes him that money, but I'm sure seven thousand dollars back in the early end, 60s. that was a lot yeah, of money. Yeah, yeah. So I'm I mean, I, I'm guessing it was to absolve debt for sure. That's I mean, what other reason would it be? 
I don't know if it's solely because of time, but think about seven thousand dollars is that's 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 a lot of overhead, bro. Like, yeah, yeah, that could be going a lot. I mean, yeah, but you see the type of money they're pulling for your down. Supplies, like, that's paying for your employees. Like, yeah, I mean, they're, of course, but now you know, Paulie didn't sell drugs though. They were just running. You know, yeah. they were doing back then. They were like kind of bootleggers and yeah, you know, committing. They were stealing stuff and selling that stuff, but they weren't. Because they what, really wanted the money. You got to sell drugs, bro. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, because that's what Jimmy. You know, he he just likes stealing stuff. Yep, he was like, man, he loved it, man. He yeah, was like, he said Jimmy was a guy who rooted for the bad guy in the movie. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I'm that guy too, though. I'm always, I, I don't know, I always be rooting for the villain. Not well, always, sometimes. Well, it depends on the film. Like, is the villain really a villain? So, like, yeah, like Henry even says in this film, like, all they did, he's like, this is what the FBI never understood. Like, all they did was offer protection for the people who couldn't go to the police. Mm-hmm that's what they the mob let's say uh did so is that really a bad thing no i mean it's just street justice i guess yeah yeah, yeah. like so it's yeah, yeah i mean it you know it's of, of course this movie draws out a lot of moral lines on like legality morality what's right and wrong and yeah you know who is loyalty. really bad loyalty for sure. Yeah, Cause yeah. I mean, like if you want me to keep it real, I think Henry's the worst of all cause he's a fucking snitch. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah you're that's, right. That's my opinion of like my personal opinion. Yeah. You're absolutely correct. But then he didn't commit his heinous. He committed, the, acts he committed the, the worst did. one you could do. He snitch on your homies, bro. He did. But like, is that as bad as like murdering murder? a bunch of people? Yeah. Yeah. Probably not, but yeah. And you you committed the eyes of those guys yep, but you were there you did something you were a part of it you were condoning it yeah and just now you want to go and turn around and fucking use the information you were a part of to get yourself out of a situation you're a piece of shit yeah yeah so, you know, you're right because you don't want to take the, res- the responsibility you're taking all the, the responsibility off of yourself yeah it's yeah, like oh yeah. you were oh i didn't kill him but you were holding them down yeah you know yeah. What I'm saying? yeah exactly <laughs> so, you watched them do it you and watched, you kept yeah you shut. kept your mouth shut and you moved on about your day and kept associating with the guy yeah so, like i may have been an accomplice but i didn't actually yeah, I, I, I didn't mean, hold the nail there yeah, while they put Jesus on the I know I the drove cross. the car, but like yeah. I didn't go in and put, put the point the gun at the teller. Yeah. yeah, but you took the fucking money and what about yes. your life? You know? Yeah, exactly. You profited from <laughs> yes, it in some way. You, you it worked out for you too. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why I'm like Jimmy's worse of all, or not Jimmy, think, uh, Henry. Henry. Yeah, I think you're right. I I didn't think about it that way because they paint him in such a way. Like I said, it kind of they paint him like him he's this kind of innocent outsider looking in almost when he's not. Yeah, he's yeah. in it all. He's always there. He's always around. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And I mean, dude had dude had mad girlfriends and all kinds. Yeah, he was doing yeah. all kinds. He was not a good dude. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. He was the lesser of a few evils, but yeah. he ultimately wasn't a good dude. And you're right because he got really shitty just like in Boogie Nights after the drugs. After came the in. drugs, oh man, he got terrible. He really becomes a fucking piece of work after the coke. Yeah, I mean he gets fu- but just like all cokeheads, they get funnier. Yeah. You know, because he gets funny <laughs> after the drugs, you yeah, know? Yeah, he does. Like, Reed Rothschild and Dirk Diggler get super funny after the drugs. Yeah. And so does Henry. Yeah. Like, you know, when he's, he's just driving, staring out yeah, the window. Yeah, yeah bro. <laughs> Looking at the helicopters. <laughs> yeah, no, that scene is so funny, bro. That whole yeah. scene is funny. When they're when it's over the golf course and he's just, and he almost <laughs> crashes into the dude. I'm like, and then yeah. he's like, hopefully he'll buy these guns, man. 
yeah. he's like, I know he's not gonna buy these fucking guns. <laughs> yeah, he was a, he was a total fucking wreck. He was a wreck, bro. His whole yeah. day was just a a pattern of roller coaster events and cocaine. And and you know what? As much as we laugh about like him leaving his brother and feeling bad, <laughs> <laughs> he's in a wheelchair, he's in a wheelchair. stirring sauce, stirring and sauce, watching stirring helicopters. Yeah, like it. Something happens to him that day that see the beginning of the film really foreshadows a lot that happens later because mm-hmm. there's something that paulie never does he never uses a phone no he doesn't and and henry's downfall is because that chick uses a phone using the phone the house yes, phone the house that. phone yep. yeah as paulie would have he literally had a pay phone set up dudes are just waiting yes. to answer the phone then yeah. he call you back later yeah smart you know you gotta yeah. be smart that way and drugs cloud your judgment on that kind of thing yeah you start so, getting careless and reckless like he forgot i think all the lessons that like paulie taught him mm-hmm. well one because of the drugs yep. like don't don't do drugs. stay away from the yeah, drugs. stay away yeah. from the drugs it's honestly an anti-drug film at the end of the day actually yeah you're right it is and i it wonder is. if scorsese wanted to paint that picture because he had his own cocaine addictions and by then, you know, he was pretty good in his life. And I wonder if he's like, you know, this is a good way for me to tell y'all. Drugs are bad, okay? Yeah. You know, so <laughs> he, he might yeah. So I don't know. It's just a thought. No, maybe maybe that's why his mom acts in it. You know, yeah. maybe she's like, hey, you're straight now. I'm proud of you. Yep. And and when I saw that scene with her, I'm like, God, she he looks a he lot looks like, like his mom. He looks just like her, bro. Yeah, I'm like, holy yeah. hell. And, and, you know, she pressed all the collars on the shirts for everyone. He didn't trust nobody else to do it. Really? Yep. She pressed wow. all the collars. He was like, my mom's the only one touching the shirts. Wow. He's, apparently, he's very particular about the clothing styles in his films, like, more so than I ever knew. I just found this out recently. Like, he's a madman about the clothing and the music. He had the music picked up for Goodfellas three years before he even started making the thing. Really? Yeah, he was like. He must I, have read the book and he realized, read the like, book this and is what I. exactly where he wanted specific yeah. songs. Yeah, because yeah, he co-wrote the movie. Yeah. So I'm assuming, like, yeah, he just had a whole vision for it right he after. He was like, I know exactly what the fuck I'm going to do with this shit, bro. Because the book only came out, like, three years before that. Yeah, I'm like, it's a, I'm like, the book was new. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, he read that, and he was like, I have to. He said, I had to. He said, I knew I was going to, you know. It's just a matter of when, how. But, yeah, so he got it done, so. Wow. I mean, so Goodfellas, yeah. It's, I mean, at the end of the day. It's about the rise and fall of, you know, a small little crime mob and, you know, greed. how greed, greed, can, and greed and drugs can just fuck everything up. You yeah. Know? And somebody being a psycho because Tommy, <laughs> Tommy's yes. actions yes. really made things fall apart faster than they maybe would have. Yeah. Because like yeah, once Tommy right. died, that's when Henry and Jimmy both started kind of. They just, it wasn't the same, bro. Especially, yeah. you know, that was their boy. Like, as much as he's a dick, that the three of them, they were riders. Like, their chemistry was insane. So did he die before the the big score or after? It was after the big score. Okay. So, like, so it's it's Tommy's psychoness or psychosity, whatever you want to call it, 
Jimmy's greed and and Henry's drugs. Yeah, well, like, Jimmy's greed and paranoia, dude. Yeah, yeah. He was so paranoid. He yeah. thought everybody was like, he, he was, bro, he barely trusts himself. Yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. Bro, he was, remember he's flipping, and I get it to a degree, but he was flipping out. He's like, when when they had the Cadillac, he's like, bro, my, my, my mother got it for us. This is my mother's name. Yeah. I don't give a fuck whose name it is. Take that shit back. Oh, you don't yeah, buy yeah. shit. He was flipping out, bro. Yeah, he like, yeah. He's like, you, you don't buy a dick. Yeah, bro. Yeah. And I get that, but I'm like, yo, he was ready to kill dudes, bro. Yeah, I mean, he, he was. literally was like, bro, he was he killed all his friends. Yeah. <laughs> like, you killed all your friends except Henry and Tommy, essentially. Oh, and poor Murray. <coughs> Murray, bro. <laughs> all Murray wanted was his money, bro. Yeah, yeah. That he was owed. Yeah. Like, Murray, it was his idea. It was his idea. Yeah. He just wanted his cut. He's like, I just want my cut, bro. I just want my cut. Murray got all oh, they did him dirty too. He's like, yeah. yeah. He said, we can get some cheese danishes. He's like, yeah, they got cheese danishes. Everything you want. Fucking <laughs> with that yeah. wire. I'm like, God. Damn. Wait, is it, yeah, because he. Uh, think about it. He owed them money. And they were gonna kill him to get the money, but then when they owed him money, they killed. They him. killed him, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like, wait a second, what? How does this work, right? Yeah, because remember, even his wife is like, I haven't. She's seen like, I haven't seen him. him. She's like, he ain't never stayed out this late without calling first. Yeah, she was like, I'm like, listen, wife knows. They yeah. know their man. She knew something was wrong right away. And she's bro. going to the right people, but they're not gonna tell you. They're anything. not gonna tell you shit. <laughs> Just like when uh, when Paulie is talking to Henry about uh, Billy Bats, mm -hmm, mm. he's like, oh, he came into the restaurant. And he's like, you know, we had some drinks. You know, they left. Yeah. Right, mm. Yeah. They, they man, that was. They had to know that, like. See, that was Tommy's problem, acting on impulse way yeah. too much. Because, like, bro, if he would have been able to sit and think about this, like, we got to do this another time. Yeah. You can't kill him right here and there. All his boys was here. Yeah. They all know he was here. Everybody seen it. They seen us have a fucking confrontation in public. Like, yeah. Like, Everyone's going to put two and two together. And everyone knows how you are, Tommy. Yeah. So, yeah. And even though we never finished school, they won't think it's 22. They'll know it's four. They'll know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Know, it was, like, come on, man. It was insane. So, I mean, yeah. So, let's, I mean, let's talk about the characters. Okay. It. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk fine. about the characters. So, we'll, that's, we'll start with the, with the lead, Henry. So, Henry irish italian kid yeah you know grew up idolizing the lifestyle these mobsters live the clothes the cars the women the money all that eating good they all had big old stomachs because they all eating good yeah yeah you know and that they was afford to. they could afford i was yeah, like that was yeah. a sign of wealth you know so yeah. he's seeing all this and you know he at a young age gets immersed in the lifestyle starts out small you know doing little shit running numbers getting groceries you know that little shit and then you upgrade next thing you know the kids blowing up cars yeah so <laughs> yeah selling cigarettes and blowing yeah, up cars. selling cigarettes blowing up cars he's like yeah. he's making more money than his own fucking dad you yeah. know what I'm and most of the people in his neighborhood. most of the people in his neighborhood kids he's like 15 walking yeah. around with suits on yeah you know what 15 you know wears a suit every day yeah no they don't even go to school you know yeah. like, you look like a gangster you look like a gangster with that on <laughs> you know and, and then of course you got the mailbox or the mailman scene where the, oh, he yeah. sends the truancy letters home his dad beats the shit out of him and of course what does the mob do beat the shit out the mailman yeah what are you doing to the point where they weren't getting no mail at all yeah <laughs> yeah like, mom had to go complain. yeah she had to go complain yeah. she's like bro i ain't got mail in two weeks <laughs> so yeah that the mailman you know you know you got it on lock when the mailman's willing to put his job on the line because of 
an outside threat. Yeah. So he sees this and he sees the power. And of course, that attracts certain people. Yeah. He was attracted to the lifestyle. And Henry, Henry was a chill dude, though. He was. I think the drugs are what changed him, really. I Before the drugs, Henry was a dude I could probably kick it with. You know what I mean? He was chilling. He didn't do much, had his drinks, smoked his cigarettes, and just chilled. So do you think uh, the drugs for him and Jimmy uh, created paranoia? Uh, do you think I, it was the I, drugs absolutely. that like, amplified it, I should say? I think the drugs. Well, Jimmy, you know, Jimmy wasn't doing drugs. He but, wasn't, but he was like dealing it and making the extra yeah, money. Yeah, he was. And I think, you know, I think so, Jimmy was smart, though. I think Jimmy just knew with drugs comes more eyes on us, more risk, you know, and you yeah. deal with different type of clientele. So I think he was just like, you know, this is what comes with it. I need to be more cautious where, you know, Henry's so fucked up all the time. He's just, you know, yeah. tweaking and geeking and all that. And he's like, eh. the key look, oh my God, that, that last scene, bro, where he's riding around all day and we're following his activities, bro. He's yeah. all sweaty and yeah. pale and like, he yeah. looks like shit, bro. He, does, like he yeah. slept in a week. I'm like, dude, you look terrible, man. Like he really looks like he was on drugs. So I'm like, he was, and lo and behold, though, he was paranoid for, for good reasons. Because oh, yeah. the whole time, like, when you first watch, you're like, ain't nobody following this dude. He's yeah. just fucking paranoid, <laughs> bro. Like, you know, yeah. you're like, ain't nobody looking at this motherfucker. So, but then you're like, oh, shit, they were watching him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. It's weird because you think he's just a psycho. And then you realize, like. What's going to happen to his brother? <laughs> no, for real. You're like, does he, he get stuck. put in a home or something? Yeah, he's stuck in his wheelchair at the house, stirring, stirring he's sauce. fucking stirring sauce all yeah. day, bro. Like, so, I mean, Henry, Henry isn't, you know, he's not a complex guy. He's a simple guy. He's a guy that was attracted to a lifestyle, did what he had to do to get in. When things got bad, he rolled with it for the most part. And then, you know, he got caught up in the drug shit. So what can you do? Yeah, that's true. You know, so and, and it's sad because uh he lost all his money. Yep. Like somehow, because remember uh Karen because wow. he had money stashed away, and then Karen's like they took you know, they took everything. Mm-hmm. And he's like freaking the fuck out. Mm-hmm. I remember when she flushed the oh, stash. Oh yeah, yeah, her. yeah. That's what yeah, it was. She yeah. Flushed the stash, bro. But where did all his money go? Because he had like stacks of like fifties he was taken out of his waistband. At one point, I'm guessing he had so to pay some money. pay some people off somewhere. I guess. I mean, but he when, definitely had bread at one point. At one point, he like was breading out. Cause, yeah, because I'm like, dude, he had he he bought an apartment for a side piece. Yeah, I'm like, he and then he had the other side. Yeah, the other. Yeah, I'm like, bro, yeah. he had yeah he had the, two the one cutting, side pieces, the co cokehead. Yeah. yeah, um, fucking Debbie Mazer, like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah he's, he and fucked, Janice was the other one. Yeah, like so he had three bitches. So you bought a house. You got a house. He definitely was paying for the one apartment. I don't know if he was paying for the other one, but he probably was. Yeah. So I'm like, you are spending a good amount of money. And then, you know, dude, having three girlfriends is going to fucking eat your pockets. Yeah. It's that simple, bro. Yeah. Like, you know, it's that simple. Like, you got to be rich to, to have multiple girlfriends. Like, you can't be broke and have more than one girlfriend <laughs> and don't work. You yeah, know what I mean, because it don't work. Because it don't, and ain't yeah. no girl gonna stick around with a broke motherfucker. Like you broke and cheating. No hell, y'all. Fuck you. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah, yeah. <clears throat> For real. Yeah. So you gotta have money. So he's probably he, he wasted a lot of money, and that's, that's incredible. He wasted to me. a lot. 
because I know they don't show it, but like that blows my mind. Because I was thinking about that, like where did all this money go? Because they show so much of it at certain points. Putting half of it in his nose too. Yeah, that's you true. I mean? you, you, you get higher your own supply, you're eating into your money. Yeah, it's that simple. You ain't gonna make as much as you could if you snorting half the shit. Look at Tony Montana, bro. I mean, he was he had it in surplus, but I mean after a while he just stuck his face in it yeah you know? yeah he just yeah breathed it in like it was there <laughs> <laughs> he's like i'm like jesus christ i do love that film though but henry man he just henry i don't know i i it's weird i just think i think henry is honestly a victim of addiction yeah you know but i but still don't condone his fucking actions and, and you know, it's not just the drugs because he was addicted to that lifestyle. Lifestyle too, yep. And, and so it's like, you don't want to give it up and you keep like... Yes, and, and, that, and they pretty much, he yeah. pretty much talks about that. Like, yeah. you know, we knew everything was falling apart, but everyone still wants to hang on. Yeah, you know, yeah. We don't want it to end. That's the glory days. Bro, yeah. you go to the club, like, you know, like when he takes Karen out, bro, she's like, oh shit, you go oh, to yeah. the kitchen, bro? And get, oh, oh, yeah, you got your they, own they, private table? Yeah, they, they just carry the table yeah, He's like, she's like, oh, look at this don't wait no motherfucking line do you know who we are yeah you know what i mean we the boys like yeah. shit we come up in here cause Any a ruckus <laughs> yeah <laughs> like we cause a ruckus in here we do whatever the fuck we want you know yeah. so and he was what supposed to be like 21 he was like 21 looking 46 yeah like, you know what i'm saying but he was 21 bro yeah, he yeah. looked older than you and was supposed to be fucking 21 i'm like yo i'm like i'm uh, like dude's got like his skin is like no, like I'm like, there's no way we can convince me, but he was 21 <laughs> at any point in this film. Because he was what? He probably was at least 35 already doing that. Who movie. knows? Maybe he had to be. But if, to be. if not, he was just looking rough. He was just looking yeah, rough. Right. And I feel like Ray Liotta in real life probably lived a rough ass life he, drinking he smoking probably doing coke for real yeah, you know yeah, he, yeah. he's like i've been down this road <laughs> you know what i'm saying he was like yeah i, I can do this i relate I mean, to this character he might honestly been a cocaine because you know how he got this role right you told me before but you might have to yeah he was memory. so scorsese didn't want him and who did he want I don't. I forgot who he was had his eye on. Because at the time he had already worked with Daniel Day Lewis on Age. He had. He had. Um, so imagine if he would have been. Had he? I think because that was late eighties, like eighty nine, maybe. What? Hold on. What year? Or was that ninety? That might be like ninety two or three. Hold it, on. it might be. I could be wrong. Let me see. For Age some reason, I thought it was late eighties. Ninety three, bro. Really? Yeah, that's what I was like. I think that's Winona after Ryder, that. That's Winona. Right? Yeah, I was okay. like Winona was a little bit not right. older, but. She was old enough to play that kind of a yeah, role. Older than Beetlejuice, than Beetlejuice and Heathers, yeah, and than Lydia okay. Dietz and shit. Yeah, yeah. so yeah, because Michelle Pfeiffer was probably like early thirties and like oh, and that would have been right after Batman, right after Returns. Batman. Yeah, okay. so yeah, coming off of Batman, right after that. So yeah. all right, yeah. So I, I mean, I, I don't remember who I forgot who he wanted or who he had his sights on, but yeah. So Ray, I guess he was begging Scorsese for the role, and he was like, eh. And so, you know, Scorsese's there at some film festival, I forgot. And Scorsese's got his entourage, bodyguards, and shit around. Ray Liotta ran up to that motherfucker, no bodyguard, nothing, ran up. Was like, hey, what's good, bro? Put me in this movie, bro. You bullshitting. You need me. I need this. We need each other, bro. Pretty much, like, what's good? And, like, yeah. Scorsese was like, any motherfucker with the balls like that to run through my security and run up to me and approach me like he's some Billy badass, let's do it. Yeah, so, yeah. 
hey, sometimes fucking being insane gets you she would get the gold, you know? Yeah. So, wow. and, and I'm sure Ray Liotta's like, at that point, he's probably, I'm going to approach the rest of my career like this. You know? Yeah, he's yeah. He's going for everything. Because every role, he just goes for it. He does whatever the fuck he wants. He's like, shit, I don't give a damn. So, I mean, Henry, you know, as a dude, though, he was chill. He was everyone's friend. Everyone liked him. Yeah. Everyone, he was a good middleman. He was man. a good middleman, for yeah, sure. He, yeah. he was the guy who, he was definitely the guy... He was like Amber Waves. Yeah, you need to yes. go through the bigger guys. You go to Henry first. Yeah, he'll, yeah. he'll do it for you and probably get you some better results. Yeah, because everyone came to Henry. Talk to Jimmy for me. Talk to Tommy for me. You know, yeah, yeah. He was the especially Murray. Murray's like, you're the only dude I can talk to. These guys are fucking crazy. Yeah, you yeah, so, yeah. That's true. He was the only really <laughs> rational one. Mm-hmm. He he would yeah. actually and he actually tried to stop some of the violence yeah you know i mean like with murray he didn't want murray to die no he was like bro he was like he was like bro murray like he was like and he's like you know we you know we got he was really trying to like he remember he thought he got jimmy off his back yeah of course he didn't no you know they went to get the cheese danishes and that was that but uh so he was he was a morally decent character until the drugs kicked in and the drugs kick in and you become a total piece of shit. It's like, he wasn't like, he wasn't running game all crazy. Like he was running a little bit of game on Karen before the drugs. But once the drugs started, he didn't give a fuck. He was yeah. like, I'm a, I got a wife, but I got a bunch of others. Yeah, that's true. I'm doing my thing. I don't it, give a fuck. Cause he was on drugs when she, he wakes up and she's holding the gun. Yeah. On, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, man. yeah. That's one of the best scenes. Yeah. Oh man. She was, she Lauren Lauren Brocco was really good in that movie. Man. Yeah, she yeah. was she was good. Uh, yeah, she was she was the only pretty girl in the movie too. <laughs> well, and, the whole scene, yeah, sounds like the whole scene where she's narrating and talking about yeah. all the dudes' wives. I was when you look at him, you're like, mm, bad skin, bad yeah, hair, bad hair, skin, outfits, everything. You yeah, know, like, yeah. I was like, mm. I was like, she is by far the best looking one. Like, but she's looking at these like Italian mob wives, and she's Jewish. She's Jewish. Yeah, so I right. wonder if that has something to do with it. Like her standard is different. It might be different. You know, you know, yeah. you know how they roll, man. They, yeah. they like nice shit. They like looking nice. So because if she would have been raised Italian, which I'm sure Lorraine Bracco was, yeah, in real life. In real life but, yeah. but but you know the the character or the person in real life, if she would have been raised around that her uh perception her would mindset, be different. yeah might be a little bit different she yeah. might be like oh these women are gorgeous no nah, i think anybody could look out and be like Ooh. yeah <laughs> i was like you would think oh no i would just think all these mobsters would have some slightly hotter looking wives well but... no that's what the girlfriends are for oh like, the, yeah the you're, right, you're right you're right you're right you know what you're right you get the i don't want to use the word ugly you get the okay lady with the great personality to lock down because you yeah. know looks fade yeah and you just bang around with the hotties yeah Got it. yeah you know because that, that's what they showed <laughs> in the movie anyway yeah i mean that's pretty yeah. much because like even when like they're telling when he's when uh henry's staying with the one girlfriend he leaves um karen and they and jimmy and tommy or not tommy uh paulie come to talk to him they're like dude go home like you, you yeah. know you go have your fun but you gotta go home bro it's, yeah you're fucking yeah. everybody else's lives up too like yeah. she's running around going crazy and you know she fucking yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah she's crazy yeah she 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 ain't she ain't crazy she's i not mean tommy she's crazy. not tommy crazy yeah. i mean she you can understand where she's coming yeah, from i but, mean but it would blow up everyone it else would blow spot. Up a spot yeah, yeah she yeah. was definitely a spot blow upper like yeah, she would yeah. definitely she didn't pick her moments well but i mean you fully understand where she's coming from you're not yeah, like they have two kids yeah bro it's like and, y'all are married cuz like yeah. come on like 
everybody was named Peter or Paulie. Yeah, 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 that's right. And and all the women were named Maria. Maria, Maria or uh, or and what else? It was Marie and something else. And, but but all their daughters were named that Ma- too. Yeah, and they're like, I'm yeah. like, you just name all your kids the same. Yeah, yeah. Thing. Everyone's Peter or Paul. Peter or Paulie. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, it was crazy. We said, this is Peter here. This is little Paulie. This is little Paulie Jr. over yeah. here. Paulie the third. I'm like, God. she did meet like four or five Peters and yeah. Pauls like in a row. But like, yeah, that was at the wedding. Right? It was a wedding. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, should we? What about all this money? You say nobody gonna take this shit, girl. He's like, you know where you at? This is family. Yeah. Just get used to this. Motherfuckers hand him an envelope with twenty thousand dollars in it. That's why where all your wedding money go, bro. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. They should have had so much money. Yeah, in the bank, just kind of collecting interest. They literally should have had at least like back then. They should have had a quarter million dollars. They had stashed away. Yeah. Because, you know, a quarter million back then was some fucking bread. Yeah, that's, you, you'd be a millionaire. Hell now. yeah, because I'm like, you know, a new, yeah. you can get a nice house back then for $40,000. Dude, dude, a new Mustang was like, like 2500 2500 bro. Yeah. Dude, you can get a In brand 64. new, like, Benz for like $8,000. Yeah. You know, like that year, brand new. Like, shit, you can get a shitty used car for $8,000. Um, so, yeah. so, yeah, I mean, Henry... The drugs really ruin him. You know, you see him change. He's his cheating gets worse. His paranoia, his health. He starts yeah. looking like shit. He starts making mistakes. He starts, you know, going behind people's back. You know, he broke his promise to Pauly about the drugs, yeah. and that and was he, a and real. And he wasn't big honest problem. with Pauly. He wasn't about honest with him to begin with. Yeah, because you know? you're right. He went behind his back. Went behind his back. And he kept promised, going behind. And Pauly knew. He's like, I know what the fuck you're doing. Stop yeah. it. Yeah. Promise me you're gonna stop it. I ain't gonna fuck around with niggas from Pittsburgh and, <laughs> and fucking selling drugs and all that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, he knew what, and Paul, Paulie knew he, was, he knew. Paulie's like, he gonna fuck up. Yeah, but These he was trying to look out smart. for him. Yeah, though. he was because he did love him, but yeah. he's like, he knew, and 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 then, but also at the same time, Henry got the realization, like, bro, like these guys ain't always gonna have your back because when he was in jail. And Paulie got out. He was not looking out for her family, bro. Karen, yeah. Karen ain't had no money. The kids ain't had no money. She's yeah. like, nobody calls, comes by, check on us, nothing. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's... Did he start to do the drugs after that? After he got out of jail? I think he was already doing drugs when okay. he was in jail. So maybe that uh, changed his mindset too oh yeah like, i, I know thought you was like i thought you were supposed to look out you know yeah i'm going to jail for something you involved in yeah so i'm hoping you'll fucking look out for my family you can at least drop a couple bags of groceries off you know yeah, after yeah. A week. you know make sure they got some food you know drop a couple ain't nothing for you to drop a few hundred off you know every week or two you know what i mean you know when i get out i'm gonna you don't get it back. Yeah. You know, yeah. one way or another, I'm going to pay you back. Exponentially more yeah. than that. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to fucking go out, do some crime for you and fucking <laughs> yeah. get you paid. So, you know, yeah. So, and, and I feel, I feel Henry on that too. Like Paulie could have definitely looked out more. Yeah. You know, and I get Paulie had his own shit going on too. You know, he was locked up too, but I'm like, bro. slicing garlic. Man. Yeah. Yeah. You know, <laughs> very, very thin. And, you know, yeah. so when you put it in a pan, it just dissolves. <laughs> yeah. He's a very fine system, actually. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he said, I like the sauce. I just thought he put too much onion in it. <laughs> he said, don't put too much onion in the sauce. What you mean? It ain't too much onion in there. He says too much onion in the sauce, bro. <laughs> he said, I put three onions. That's too many onions. That is a lot of onion, bro. It's like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, yeah. So then you got 
Jimmy. Jimmy, yeah. Jimmy's probably the simplest character in the film, in all honesty. He's he's yeah. got the smallest arc, really. Yeah, because he uh He's he, like the big brother. Yeah, he's the big brother and he he teaches Tommy and Henry the ropes. The game, yeah. Yeah, how to steal, how to, how to, steal, how to make money from how to stealing. Make money from stealing. And I assume because uh when he's introduced, Henry says, you know, he first went to jail at 11 and he was doing like uh hits for mob guys at 16. At 16 yep. So he probably showed both of them not only Tommy like how to do a hit. How to do a hit. And how, how, to how to be fearless about it. Yeah. And so he really he really is like the probably more of like uh yeah yeah the big brother slash father figure cuz Paulie doesn't See, seem like at, he would have shown I, him I, how to no, Paulie Murder. wouldn't show him that kind of shit, but yeah. I kind of looked at Paulie like like the dad of everyone. Yeah, he's like the um uh the Jack uh Jack Horner. Yeah, yeah he's, he's he Jack is the Horner. Jack Horner. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. I'm like and of course you know like see the only difference between Jack and Paulie is Jack will take you back where Paulie won't. But then yeah, again, yeah. they are involved in different stuff. Yeah, but yeah. I'm like that's one like yo, it's 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 weird cuz like I don't know, yo. PTO is definitely watching Goodfellas. Well, yeah, because Jack sees that you're irreplaceable, and I think Paulie sees that you're replaceable. You're replaceable. He's like, yeah. listen, there's a bunch of dudes waiting in line yeah. to step up, and they're willing to do whatever. Yeah. You know, some will work out, some won't. It's the name of the game, but there's always a next up. So, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. So, Jimmy, played by Robert De Niro, brilliantly, of course. Um, De Niro, this is like peak De Niro, man. Yeah. Like, this was like the height of his career. And, and he almost wasn't even in this. He wanted Al Pacino. Scorsese wanted Al Pacino. I can't Al... imagine. Me neither. I can't imagine Pacino wearing those glasses. No, yo, <laughs> I was going to bring those up. But I, I could actually, you know, because he's goofy. He'd probably like them. Yeah. Yo, that, oh those things are so funny. He's like, I'm yeah. Like, like, what is going on? You know, to self. Edit a picture swim. of that right here. Yeah, because I want to put that in. And and if you can Photoshop a fish swimming in front <laughs> swimming, of the because yeah, they look like bloop. I'm yeah. like, he's just, <laughs> just what he looks like. And it's like, are you doing this to appease the fucking courts? Like, yeah, I see you wear glasses this whole fucking movie. Yeah, and, <laughs> you're right. It's in court, and when they're at the diner, yeah, the like, only two the scenes. Red, red, yes, he does wear them at the diner. That's right. Yeah, that's what I'm like, but I feel like you wore them in court to like. Make yourself look a little more studious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and to maybe look handicapped. Yeah, because they're like, way, oh, like, we feel bad. Look at his fucking eyes. Yeah. You know what I mean? How can he do he, anything? How can he he's make blind. it in jail, right? Yeah, he's blind. <laughs> this guy's daredevil. Hilarious. But yeah. Jimmy, the, I think Jimmy's the most consistent character through the film. Um, because he, from, from the jump, you know he don't trust a lot of people. He's cool with a lot of people. don't trust a lot of people. Only people we really trust... Paulie and his two young brothers, yo, Tommy and uh Henry. Yeah. And they get tight. They get thick as thieves. You know, they're always together. They have a good time together. They go out. The three of them were, you know, they were rolling. And, you know, you don't really know anything about Jimmy other than the business. The stuff. business. That's what I'm like. He's kind yeah. of the most, he's the most laid back, like, as far as, like, the mysterious vibe goes. Yeah, yeah. And he was really good at covering his tracks. Like, there's a reason you ain't see him go to jail until the, until, henry snitched on him yeah so yeah. he was slick about it and you know he he does give them some good mobster lessons and i mean but jimmy does <clears throat> he goes off the rails a little bit after the latanza heist because man he gets 
all those people killed. Oh like, my god, he, dude! The, the homie in the freezer oh. hanging up. Maury with the with the throw cut. Of course, Sammy stats. Jackson? Yep, stats. Yeah. You gonna be late for your own fucking funeral? He said, "Did you, you guys bring coffee?" <laughs> He's like, "Yo, you make some coffee." He's like, and, and fucking the dude starts actually making yeah, it. Uh, and he's like, he's like, "What about the coffee? What are you kidding? Take that coffee to go." He sounds <laughs> fucking kidding. Come on, <laughs> let's make that coffee to go. <laughs> uh, so funny, bro. But yeah, he, you know, he he kills all. He was about to kill Karen, dude. Oh, he like, was. Yo, yeah, yeah. Go she's... get the outfits. Go, go on, go on. And yeah. she's like, she's like, oh hell no. She was smart, bro. She knew. She was like, this motherfucker's about to have me whack, whack. And that might be uh, what pushed Hank or Hank Henry Henry over the edge is like to uh, to violate what Jimmy told yeah. him not to do. Maybe he was like, yo, he was gonna kill. He was gonna kill my wife. wife. Yeah. yeah, like as as. <clears throat> poorly as i've treated her yeah she's still my wife she's still his wife i yeah. mean he did love karen let's keep it real like, yeah like i'll say this about men men can go and dog around and not use any emotions in doing it you yeah. know it's just literally being selfish and servicing a fulfillment they want in that moment yeah they can a guy can go and bang a girl with zero attachment a girl goes and bangs another guy there's a tash. there there's a good chance <laughs> she likes him yeah. now not now some girls not all some they don't care but most girls if they love their person and they go and get intimate with another guy they're feeling that guy to some degree i'm just telling you that right now like so yeah even though hank was or henry got me <laughs> fucking saying hank sorry. even though henry <laughs> henry was cheating you know he didn't care about them chicks like he cared about Karen. Yeah, no, especially not at all. Debbie Mazur's character. He didn't give a shit about yeah, her. She he, was just a cokehead. He she he used. Yeah, he sometimes. used her to cut the product. Yeah, cut the help. product and keep the shit at your house. It like, was like a business arrangement. It was a more business arrangement. And, the, and, the, and you know when we fuck on occasion. Yeah, so, and, yeah, and it seemed like that was just to keep her satisfied. Keep her so satisfied. Use so her. Keep user. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. all. That was all. That was all for personal selfish gain. Like he yeah, didn't care yeah. about her. The other chick. I think he liked a little bit. She was pretty, you know what I mean? I guess. Oh yeah, Janice. You know, yeah, so he liked her a little bit, but he wasn't a lot of caring for her. I wasn't a lot of caring for her. You know, Karen, Karen's a good wife, dude. Like if you just did what she's supposed to do, she probably was fine. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. I'm like, but you being, you know, you out till three o'clock in the morning on weeknights and you know, you fucking, she knows you're banging other chicks and she come to see you in jail and she see the other chick's name on the registry oh, like bro yeah. come on like you know she like i get her i can't fault her for how she was yeah acting. because she put her entire life into that relationship yes she did and she risked her life her freedom her yeah. everything for him yeah and she loved him even when she had that gun to say she's like god i was still so attracted to him i yeah. still loved him like yeah god, yeah like but but that's the only reason you get that upset. You only get that yeah, upset see, when you, you care. Love. Yeah, because if you don't care, you know, you're yeah. Like, see you leave. Yep, yeah, see ya. Yep. Don't let the door hit you with a good Lord split. I'm like, listen, any couple, they when they physically want to harm each other, they care about each other. They do. It may yeah. be unhealthy, but they fucking care. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, you're not gonna waste your energy on somebody you don't give a shit about. So yeah, that is true. what that is. But Jimmy, man, Jimmy. And Jimmy, he was really straight. Jimmy didn't do drugs. You don't see him with no chicks. None of that. Yeah. He's almost, he is like a jack almost yeah, in yeah, that way. Yeah, he is. You know, all about the business, ready to go. He doesn't, yeah. he, like, 
I mean, I guess you see him have some drinks, but you don't never see him drunk, plastered, you know. You, yeah, no. You know, he had his cigarettes, you know, whatever, but he was always about the business, always thinking about the next move. And and, and you're right, because when he came in, it almost reminds me of when Jack and Amber go to the, the club. club. Because he's going around to everybody, like, tipping the Tip doorman. A hundred bucks for opening the doors. Yeah. He said he kept it. He gave him a hundred dollars for keeping the ice cold. Yeah, ice keeps yeah. cold, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. everybody got tipped. So... And Jimmy knew the game. You, everybody gets hooked up. So when it's my time, I get hooked up. Yeah, and yeah. Jimmy had a lot of good connections. And he was funny, man. Jimmy was a likable dude, you know. As he got, you know, he got a little crazy. He got a little scary towards the end. But he was likable. I could see a young guy who is interested in that lifestyle taking him easily, quick, oh, yeah. father figure, yeah, big yeah, brother figure. You're, you're looking up to him. <laughs> this like, is who I want to be. Yeah, exactly. Because he was super – he was like – between 13 and 15 when he met him. Mm-hmm. And I say so Jimmy's supposed like to be like late 20s. Late 20s, yeah, yeah. like almost 30. Like. There's no way Robert De Niro was late Hell 20. no, he was like 45 in that <laughs> yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah. I was like, so, he was like okay. 45 because Ray was probably like like early, mid-30s. Yeah. And Joe was probably like, no, nah, Joe, Joe and De Niro are, aren't that far in age. So Joe was probably like 40 and De Niro was probably like 45. Wow. So yeah, something like that. I don't know. But yeah, I mean – Jimmy was a guy that, you know, you always you need a guy like Jimmy. He was smart. He was a planner. Yeah. He he covered his ass. He You need dudes like Jimmy in your circle. Like, especially if you're a criminal, you're going to get caught without guys like Jimmy. Jimmy's the one making sure loose ends are tied up. And you know why he probably did that? Because he knew he would never be a made man. Yep. Yeah. So he had to make sure he was uh... – irreplaceable or yep. invaluable he had to get made in his own way yeah yeah, yeah he's like yeah. i gotta to make my mark yeah like you need me and this is why mm-hmm. and it's like so, yeah yeah you know i never even thought i didn't about think that. about it until yep. just now he's like yeah because he and henry would never, never be made because they're half they're, they're irish. irish yeah so like because yeah. if, if jimmy was italian he probably would have been made by already by then oh yeah so yeah. he would have been a top dog so he he could have whacked billy bass yep he definitely no one would have said nothing yep. yeah yep. yeah and then i mean that's one of the best scenes. We'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah, but. yeah. So fuck it. Let's get into Joe. Our, sorry, Tommy. Tommy. Yeah, Tommy. Tommy Simone. The uh, the honey badger. The honey badger. That is what he is. <laughs> Small but fucking insanely yeah. powerful and scary. Yeah. Dude, first of all, brilliantly played by the legend Joe Pesci. We all know this dude. Joe Pesci gives a performance in this movie that's honestly to die for. It's one of my all-time favorite performances. The Oscar was well-deserved. He couldn't be denied that year. And I love his acceptance speech. All he said was, it was my privilege. And that really? was it. Yep. And walked off. Wow. That was wow. Like, oh, my guy. That's some gangster shit. Wow. That was like, that's something Tommy would say. Yeah. You yeah. know, he stayed in that character. Joe, Joe brought some energy to this character, to this movie, that without him this movie wouldn't be as iconic as it is yeah you're right joe pesci is a big reason why people love he's the most quotable character he's the funniest character yeah i'm funny how i'm funny how like a clown do i amuse you <laughs> so like he's like <laughs> he's like, oh, i almost had this brick no, yeah. so, <laughs> so uh. joe is he's in the way he can emote switch up his attitudes at the snap of fingers like his acting style in this movie reminds me of toshiro mifune 
the film, oh. you know, all the Kurosawa films. Yeah, yeah. That dude can switch his emotions in a film so quickly. Tommy will have you laughing and then have you fucking on edge, literally at the blink of an eye. And the way, I don't know how, like, because the real Tommy was like 6'5 or some shit. And, you know, he's about, Joe's about a foot shorter than that. Yeah, so, yeah. But everyone said this dude brought 6'5", 250 energy like none other. Everyone who everyone who really was involved and knew Tommy and seen the movie was like, bro, that's exactly how he was, bro. Really? They were like, Joe nailed that. So so do you think Henry, I, I don't know if he was, but was he like a consultant on the film? The, the guy who wrote the well, book. I mean, stuff? I, I think like would that be I do think I, in- I actually do think he did speak. Yes, yes, he, he was because he spoke. He spoke to Ray Liotta. Okay. Henry, yeah, they spoke, and I think he spoke with Scorsese too, and I think De Niro spoke with him too to ask him about Jimmy. Yeah. So, so that makes sense as to why Pesci would be able to do that if he got it from the guy, from the source. Yeah. yeah. He's like, this is what he was like, mm-hmm. and this is how you have to play it. Because yeah. wasn't he sort of like that uh, Pesci? I mean, in Casino, he was. Oh like yeah, yeah. The, the the small crazy ass. Yeah. Like, God, man. Does he use a pen? Yeah, dude. Like, I I love Tommy, but I can't stand Pesci in Casino. Not like, not him. His acting and all that's great. Not Pesci. His character. He, oh, he's a fucking piece of shit. I'm like, how do I look at Tommy, who is just as bad as you, way worse or way better than I look at you? You know what? It's the shit. It's the shit that goes on with Sharon Stone in that movie that bothers me about Joe Pesci's character. He's a fuck. the, The difference between his character in casino and goodfellas is tommy is loyal and that's why i don't like mm. joe pesci in casino and i just felt bad for De Niro in that movie he's just a guy who's trying to fucking make his way in the most legal way he could but yeah. everyone else around him oh we, man we might have to do casino one day too. yeah I, we can I love I, that movie i've <laughs> only ever seen half of it oh bro yes i need we, to watch we the gotta do half. casino because yeah, casino is a banger bro casino is so another fun. scorsese another right? scorsese yeah that was a little, that one's long. That's like almost three hours, three. right? I was like, that's about three, but, but it flows. Yeah. Look, we're, we're used to films of that. Yeah. Like now, I mean, yeah. back then, uh, back then, not being the mid nineties, but like, <laughs> I mean, like in the sixties and stuff, you know, you have like Cleopatra, oh, Ten yeah. Commandments, yeah. Lawrence of Arabia, Lawrence of Arabia. Uh, yep. Dr. Shivago. Dr. Shivago, yeah. yeah. Sound of Music. Sound of Music. Yeah, like, there was a bunch of like yeah. three and a half, four hour films. They would always have intermissions. Yeah, intermissions. And yeah. So, yeah. Shit, Seven Samurai. Like, oh, yeah. Like, all these bunch of long ass fucking films so, came out. So, like, knowing Scorsese to make a film of that length, it doesn't, like, killers. Yeah, like, you know, if Scorsese's making a movie that long, I don't care. I know I'm going to like the yeah. whole thing. But he, he grew up with too. all these yep. other. Like, that's what filmmakers did to tell a fucking story. Tell a story. Tell a full story. Yeah. That's why a lot of those are considered some of the best films ever made. Because you get a full, so you really feel it. It takes you in. Yeah. That's what I'm like. I don't give a shit how long a movie is. If it's good, it's good. We can roll. Yeah. So, Tommy, man. Tommy is a psychopathic, murdering, killing, freak-ass motherfucker, bro. But, you know what? He's also a mama's boy. He's a mama's boy. He's loyal. And... If you're his friend, he got your back, bro. He ain't yeah. let shit happen. He's the kind of friend that everyone should have yeah. when some shit goes down. Because <laughs> yeah. he going to have your back and not give a fuck. He ain't going to snitch. He going to ride. 
you know why I ain't gonna snitch? Cause he gonna be the one doing all the most fucked up shit. Yeah, so, yeah. You know, so it's like you're the one who you're the one. Yeah. yeah, he's the type of friend that you kind of scared of, but at the same time you love him to death because you know, no matter what shit the fam, he gonna be right by my side. Yeah, and as as fucked up as he is, and as much as the shit you see him do, you see him do some really heinous things. Yeah, you do. But you can't help but love him. He cracks you up. Yeah, because even with uh, with Billy Bats, you empathize with. I empathize because, with him. Yeah, because he <laughs> he's trying to be civil at first. That was yo. That was the mo. That was his biggest attempt at not going crazy. Yeah, so yes, yeah. Because he knew who he was dealing with. Yeah, yeah. But he's but he still he still you know and and it makes sense for a guy like that. He 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 always felt he had something to prove. Like yeah. the real Tommy and you know in the film, they always felt they had something to prove. And like, I wonder uh, why though. Like what? Like what? What does that drive? Just in people in general. Like why aren't? Why don't people think that they're good enough? Like I and and there's no real answer. It's really no. just a rhetorical question. Like what is it in people that drives them to think that way? Because I feel like that affects more people in society now than ever before like uh-huh. people just feel inadequate just because they exist because they like, exist dude but, but you're enough right mm-hmm. I, i'm enough yeah you know? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that's exactly right yeah <laughs> it, it is insane like he tommy never felt like he was enough and i'm not really sure why but there's some people like that there's there's some guys like that who are like no matter what everyone around me never can see me at any weak moment i don't want to show no signs of weakness some people think once someone sees you cry once exhibit a moment of weakness once that that's what you are that's what you're defined by now it don't matter you killed 45 people last week you cried one time i saw that tear you're a bitch you're soft now people are you cried at the end of west side story yeah bro yep how dare you how and it was when tony died not even maria It's like you're soft, you're weak. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I don't know, man. It's it's a it's a terrible mentality to have, but unfortunately in this day and age, I think more people than ever have it. Yeah. But what can we do? Yeah, I mean, that I don't know. I don't have any answers. Mm-hmm. I mean, Tommy. I mean, honestly, we're gonna talk about Tommy more in the rewatchable scenes because he is kind of the center of a lot of them. Yeah. Do, do you want to get into it? Because those, those are the three. And we talked about Karen a little bit. We talked bit. about Karen a little they're, bit. They're about the we four. We actually, the four main characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We broke them down. Fuck it. And even Polly because he's peripherally yeah, involved. Yeah, he, he is involved. And we kind of talked about his role too. Yeah, we, we actually broke yeah. it down, broke the characters down. F it. MVP of the film. Who you got? Uh, it would have to be, I think, Pesci. Pesci is a man. And, and Scorsese, really. Because Scorsese, like, after... I, I don't really remember what he did before this. I, I mean, I do, but, I mean, other than, like, the last one I can think of before this would have been, like... Uh, after Hours? The King of Comedy. King oh, of Comedy. It no, no, it would have been King of but, Comedy. But, no, After Hours would have been after well, the King of Comedy. I think it was right before. Was it? Wait, King of Comedy is, what, 80? I want to say, like, 83. Shit, is it that old? I think it might be. So After Hours was probably after King of Comedy. So like it's eighty two. You're right. After yeah, Hours okay. is after King of Comedy. So I don't know if he really did much, and then this I think really put like an AED and like kick started his career, jump started it. Yeah, because After Hours is eighty five, and I mean, cause cause you know he had 
you know, he was kind of doing some weird stuff yeah. in the eighties. Cause like after Raging Bull, he got really experimental. Yeah. You know, especially Raging Bull was after incredible. Hours. Yeah. After Hours was a very experimental film. You know, it was for him at that time, that definitely seemed weird. I mean, if he made a film like that now, it would feel weird. What, but it works. What's after is is that that um uh Griffin Dunn movie? Yes. Yeah, okay. It's actually really funny. Yeah. I really like I it's enjoy a, it. It's is that just a vampire a, movie or something? I forget. No, 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 no I'm thinking of that Catherine Bigelow movie. No, no, that's after dark. After dark, yes, that's okay. a good one. After dark. Um, All right. Um, so that's near dark, sorry. Near but dark. um okay. after hours. It's about this dude. He he's he's he works his job. He's alone. He's just a regular guy. He goes to a little diner, meets his girl, he gets her number. He calls her that night. She invites him over. And after that, his night just goes insane. And he really? ends up meeting a whole bunch of random people. And random shit happens to him. And he's just trying to get home. And every time he gets close, something fucking happens. Really? And it's really funny. And there's a lot. Like, oh, Catherine O'Hara is in it. Randomly. Really? Yeah, randomly. Wow. Young Catherine O'Hara. Wow. You know, we saw her yesterday yeah, 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 in Argyle. Yeah. Argyle. Yeah. yeah. Oh, side note, guys. We saw Argyle. Um. Maybe maybe we'll talk about it a little bit in the episode. Yeah, um, it's it was decent, guys. If you yeah. like a, a little popcorn, you know, summer type fun little flick, it's not bad, but it's yeah. not gonna break any. You know, it's not breaking the mold. It's not it's not yeah. to write home about. But if you like the Kingsman movies from Matthew, yeah, Vaughn, if you, it's a great addition to it. If you like Kingsman, yes, it's a, it's a nice little addition to the Kingsman uh, franchise, essentially. Yeah, yeah, um, it's, it's another spy movie from Matthew Vaughn. Yeah, and. Bryce Dallas Howard is looking insanely beautiful in it. My lord, I could I, and look I, even man. even blonde, even blonde. And, bro, and what's what really strikes me about like the scenes when she has blonde hair in it, they have her in like a yellow dress and yep, it works. It works. You'd think it would clash Dude, in some that, way. That blonde hair with the pale skin just works. It works. Yeah, but the yeah. red. You know I'm a red man. The yes, red, you are. She was. If, if this was a Wu Tang Clan, you'd be red. Yes, man. I would be red man. <laughs> even though he wasn't in the Wu Tang Clan. Oh, technically, uh, Method Man was not. Method red. Man, not Red Man. So what's Red Man? For? Red Man's just a homie. Oh really? You know I mean, he's just like an affiliate. Yeah, oh, but he wow. technically was never in the original nine. Oh, that's crazy. Um, Sorry. No, Sorry it's all that. good. But crazy enough. Like, we get probably one of Sam Rockwell's funnier and, you know, one of his better performances in yeah, the last few as years. As a leading man. As a leading man. He really carried the film, I yeah. think. Bryce, obviously, she was good, you know, and she looked great. But I think Sam Rockwell was the heart and soul of that film, though. Yeah. So just a little side note for those who are wondering about Argyle. Is it worth your money? Maybe not. Yeah. But it is worth your time, I think. So. Yes, yes. So if it comes on either on demand or like a, a streaming, streaming channel. Watch yeah. It. yeah. Yeah. It is worthwhile. Even seeing the, the chemistry between Henry Cavill and John Cena. John Cena. Yeah. yeah. They were good. They Incredible. were good. Yeah. It's worth watching guys. Definitely yeah. check it out. You know, but anywho, so MVP for me, I had the exact same too. Marty yeah. and Joe, Joe, he brought an energy to the film that was just much needed, loved and appreciated. And Marty's his vision, his direction, his, ideas the way all he was so detailed with this damn movie and exactly he knew exactly how everything should look sound move and play well he kind of grew up in that yeah sort this of is a personal story that, to him. yeah yeah and it shows it shows when you can tell when a, a an artist has lived through the mediums they're putting out in front of you and you can tell marty 
you know, he's seen some of this stuff growing up. I'm sure from a very far outside looking in perspective, because now the dude's a director. Yeah. And he's been doing it a long time. But, you know, he's seen this stuff. It obviously shaped him. He's made, you know, a few movies about this type of subject matter. You know, After Hours, Casino, Goodfellas, you know, The Irishman. We've, we've had we've had him. But he's also done a lot of other stuff. Like we were just talking about After Hours, Last Temptation of Christ, Age of Innocence, yeah. Cape Fear. People think, uh, yeah, That's people right. think Marty's this one note guy and he's not. Like, watch Hugo. Like, oh Hugo's my God, really, he did do yeah, Hugo. Hugo's an incredible kids, beautiful film or about films, you know? It's it's, it's it's great. So, yeah, people, I hate when people hate on my man Marty, man. You know, it drives me insane. But so those are my MVPs. And I think they're kind of undeniable. If yeah. you wanted to throw Henry in there, because he does give some of the best narration of all time. But he might, it might be like, um, it's his peak season. Yeah, that's what that's I was going to say. He's more peak. of a peak season yeah. because he, I don't know if Ray Liotta could ever match never, that performance. Never. He never no did. No matter what he, he never would have. Yeah. He never did. He never would have. Yeah. That's fine. If, if Goodfellas is defining my career, I'm totally cool with that. Yeah, you yeah. Know, oh, if one of the top films of all time is defining me as an actor, I'm fine with that. Yeah, you know? yeah. If, better than some other shit people remember for yeah that's true so that's very true yep so you might as well get in a peak season i had i had ray Ray. and i had joe yeah you know what i would agree because after this is when joe pesci like became a household name he did he took off and it was because of this but he never topped this either yeah he got close like his performance in casino is just as good as tommy's tommy's just a better character yeah and even in my cousin Vinny. He's giving you the same kind of great energy, just a different style. And it yeah, just shows and, you his talent. And I guess because it's more of a comedy, it's sort of like they're like, okay, combine Home Alone and Goodfellas. And Goodfellas. Yes, that's, and that's exactly what, we're what they for, said. Yeah. He said, no problem. And he did it perfectly. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's like, you you got $200 for me? And he beats the shit out of the dude. That shit's funny <laughs> as hell, bro. Like, you know, when he pulls up with that, like, old-looking suit on from, like, the 1800s, yeah, you know? yeah. like, shit is so funny. But Marissa, Marissa Tomei. Tomei. Yeah. Marissa Tomei. Love her in that movie. Mm, she was, mm, she was, she was a baddie back then, bro. Look, She's she, still looking good, shit. Look, she went to, uh, what was it? Was it Hillman College? Yeah. In uh, a different world. Yep. She was the white girl. Yep, the she was the white girl. Yep. Yeah, she went she, to a historically black she college. She went to HBCU <laughs> as a white girl. Yeah. And was cool. You know, she yeah, was, yeah. I love Marissa Tony. Man, different world was pretty good, man. Jasmine yeah. Guy back in the day. Oh, yeah. yeah. A lot of dudes liked her. She was a little too light-skinned for me, but she was all right. But, you know, she was that, uh, that like, unattainable. Like, Whitley was the... You know the I hate to say uppity because that's a, she was a terrible, uppity she was yeah, yeah she was but, bro. but like that like it's weird because she was like a southern belle she was a southern belle so, she had so the accent this weird contrast it was you're like you a know? southern belle but you're kind of an asshole at the same time it's yeah kind of weird. yeah they, they did clash but I feel like a lot of southern belles be like that on the low it it got better after Marissa Tomei left and Denise left yeah I hate to say that no the it's show true did get the shoot the show did get better yeah because once Dwayne was going after Whitley I think. The dynamic of everyone else changed. Yes, Sinbad came on. Sinbad came on and instantly was great. And and Glenn Turman was on. Uh, uh, the smart kid from uh, Cooley High. Cooley High. All yeah, right. yeah. Cooley High's a good one too. Yeah, that is a good man, one. Man, that's coachy. Man, you were coach. Come man. on, bro. You you were on your black shit back in the oh, day. Oh, with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know that's I, anyway. Yeah. I, 
that's yeah. a conversation for a different yeah day. yeah we, we should do i mean it is black history month right should we do like maybe we'll do like best black history movies fuck it yeah yeah or just like black films in general because like black history movies are fucking depressing oh they, they are black <laughs> history if you get me started on black history i'll just bitch about it's from 1619 to like 1964. Yeah, right? that's pretty that's much black that's, history. That's pretty much like the yeah. <laughs> whereas damn. obviously everyone existed before then and, and after, and after, <laughs> and there's a world that would be yeah. It's yeah. that I hate anyway. It's it, that's more of a linguistic argument though. Yeah. So we got the peak season. Yeah, we peak said, season. We yes, said Ray and Joe. We both agreed on that. Yeah. Best quotes, man. Like I, you might have. To I can. I can run through these one for I, you. I can do this for you. You know, one of mine is like all the names. All the names. Yeah. Oh. yeah Andy the Wop. Andy the Wop. Yep. Jimmy two times. <laughs> Freddie No Nos. <laughs> uh, Pete the Killer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, Pete like, the you... Killer, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Freddie, no nose. Yeah, and the dude had a nose. He had a nose. I'm like, yeah. No, what? Jimmy Two Times is hilarious. Let me go get the papers. Get the papers. I'm like, yo, yo and like uh, every and after that movie, every like any Italian American based film tried to have a scene where there was a bunch of dudes and they had some funny ass names. Yeah. Bronx Tale did it best after that, I would say. They they had some good funny Italian names in there, but. Goodfellas, like they definitely blew that up, man. Like, come on, Pete the Killer, Frankie the Wop. Like, is yeah. that is that offensive? It, <laughs> like, I guess not if you're Italian saying that to another Italian. Yeah, I guess yeah, dude. It's just like it, you know, black of, dude calling another black dude that. Yeah, so yeah, it's like yeah. yeah. So I guess that's the same thing. Like, yeah, I'm like. It's just funny though. <laughs> like, it's like, what are the rest of us? You know? Yeah, I mean? yeah. <clears throat> He's the only one, but that's a good quote. That whole scene, that's just a rewatchable scene itself. But, of course, I said, as far back as I can remember, oh. I always wanted to be a gangster. That's the classic. That, that is, it opens that... it up and it sets the tone yeah. right away. Jumps into Tony Bennett. It starts slapping. Because you know that uh, that they're gangsters at yeah. that point. Yeah, you know. They're driving. They're, you're cruising in this car. You see how they're dressed. Yeah, and, you know yeah. what they're talking about. And then, dude, the way... They shot that with the red brake lights in the back, and then when Goodfellas rolls across the screen. Oh yeah, dude, it's just oh yeah, because it's like choices there were it's, just it's like speeding brilliant. by yes, and it then it stops, by and then it stops. Yes, yeah. the editing choices in that opening shot were just brilliant, and I know PTA was like, I somehow got to figure out how to top this opening because yeah. he's like, this is probably he was watching that like this is the best opening I've ever seen. Yeah, you know, and like. We can always talk about good endings, but good openings are rare where a film just snatches you by your throat right from the beginning. You know, the first film I could think of that really did something like that, that gets you from the beginning, would be Lethal Weapon 2. Oh, man, right? Yeah. Yo, it jumps right yeah, in, yeah. bro. Lethal Weapon 2. But you already know right? the character, you know the so character, it's easy so it's to do easy it. To, yes. Yeah. That's why I always, that's why I'm like, 2 is the best one, because, like, you can just jump in and ride. Yeah. You know, that's what, and 2 is fucking yeah and lethal weapon 2 honestly richard donner richard donner he king of sequels yeah king of sequels yeah spider-man superman 2 yeah lethal weapon 2 like come on bro yeah just to have to take two popcorn flicks and make two banger sequels out of them 
is insane. I mean, Richard Donner did it three more times with Lethal Weapon. Like, yeah, and he I did love Superman also. So yeah, did, I'm like, yeah. I love Lethal Weapon. I love all four Lethal Weapons. I don't give a shit. They're all fun. Like, does four end a little cheesy when they're like, we're family? Yeah, it is, but it's still good. <laughs> that shit was wild. That's what Chris Rock. <laughs> yeah, right? Chris yeah. Rock. He's actually really funny in that movie. Um, yeah, so, you know, yeah, whatever. But another quote. Never rat on your friends yes. and always keep your mouth shut. Yeah. It's fucking advice for life, dude. Yeah. That's real advice for life. Listen, rats get killed. Okay. Snitches get stitches. That's a real thing. I, bro, there's people in life I've known who have snitched and paid consequences for it. Some with their lives. All right. Oh, that's now, I ain't saying I ain't a gangster or nothing, but <laughs> I'm an urban uh, guy and grew up in urban areas and yeah. seen things, you know. So well, well these uh these things that we think of for like the mob, you know, like I'll just say like gangs or whatever, mm -hmm. it's the same type of family mentality, it's right? Family mentality. You yeah. betray me, you. Yeah. You know, because and it, and it hurts a thousand times more when a family member betrays you. Yeah. If yeah. my enemy betrayed me, I expect that from him. Yeah, yeah. You know of course, I mean? they're my enemy. We're enemies. Yeah. Shit, I would do the same thing. I don't blame him. He was smart. Fuck yeah. him, but he was smart. So, yeah. All right, I got it. Here we go. Here's a good one for you right here. You mean, let me understand this, because, you know, maybe it's me. I'm a little fucked up, maybe. <laughs> but I'm funny how. I mean, funny like I'm a clown. I amuse you. I make you laugh. I'm here to fucking make you laugh. What do you mean funny? Funny how? How am I funny? Huh? Tell me. Yeah. Insane. Yeah, because the way that he's delivering that line, and, and, and I know every time I watch that scene, I think of your impression of Ray Liotta laughing. Dude. <laughs> he's like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it's funny you know i yeah. can tell the story yeah he said get the fuck out of here tommy <laughs> he was fucking scared he's like <laughs> it's funny that is ray leota if he should never be remembered for anything it should be that laugh scene dude yes the way his mouth is he was like yeah. a little rabbit dude yeah, it's so does. funny he i was does. like my god why i mean that's one of the best quotes in the film yeah and you know tommy that whole that that's a we'll talk about that scene in rewatchable scenes that's obviously rewatchable because a lot happens in that scene yeah yeah <sighs> one of my favorite ones from a character i hate now go home and get your fucking shine box oh really bats. Bats. oh you know? my god which is the line that kind of ignited one of the biggest fires in the movie yeah because before that he says to tommy he's like if i wanted to uh start something with you i tell you to go home and get, get your, your shine, box. shine box yeah. yeah he said oh you you you've been going away a long time i don't shine shoes anymore oh what i said you've been going a long time i don't shine shoes anymore shit didn't change around here you know he said oh, i ain't being disrespectful one minute ago we're hugging and kissing and all that and i mean and even fucking uh jimmy calls him out. he's like dude you insult him a little bit you're being a little bit disrespectful dude yeah. which he was yeah i'm like bit. bro that was the one time tommy was actually not doing shit yeah he was like that's true it was the one time and of course he you didn't get out of jail it. you've been gone for a minute like he said you don't know what the fuck's been going on around here bro i ain't a fuck you see what i'm wearing here yeah i, I ain't a shoe shiner i fucking do jobs yo yeah i'm out here getting money he probably got more money in his pocket than billy bats did yeah so i'm like hey because that motherfucker just got, just out, of got out of jail i'm sure yeah. your homies put a couple 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 bucks in your pocket but you still you still hot the cops still looking you know what i mean they, yeah. they gonna make sure you ain't gonna you know you, so i wonder 
I wonder if uh, if they knew, like cops, I mean, knew that Tommy did that. Like if they were watching him after he got out of jail. Maybe. Just just in real life. I don't even maybe, know. Maybe, maybe. Because like, it, it, I know the real story. They say like Billy Bats and Tommy were actually like business partners before Billy Bats got in. Oh, really? And, yeah. And like they say the argument really was more over something that happened before he went to jail that was kind of unsolved. I don't oh, know, 100%. Okay. You know, I can't. Yeah, yeah. But that's that's what I'm, I think that's what they're saying. I have to read the book, which I would. It would probably be really good. Yeah. Wow. All right. You'd be late for your own fucking funeral. <laughs> what you looking at, huh? Come on, make that coffee to go. <laughs> I'm fucking kidding. Come on. <laughs> Yo, that scene is so funny. Did you guys bring coffee? I'm like, dude, he was two hours late. Yeah, we brought coffee. Get the fuck up, bro. <laughs> Another one. All right. You know, we always called each other good fellas. Mm. Like you say to somebody, you're going to like this guy. He's all right. He's a good fella. He's one of us. You understand? We were good fellas, wise guys, which is one of the most, another line in the film that's very important to the film and the mentality of the film and the mindset that these guys lived in. That is how they looked at each other. They looked at each other like, we're good guys. Yeah. We're not bad people to each other. This is my boy. This is my brother, my friend, my family, man. I'll do anything. I'll die for this dude. We're good fellas. You know, they look at themselves, you know, and, and like they weren't all bad. You know, these guys, like you said, Tommy took care of his mom. You know, his mom, yeah. they never want for nothing. Yo, you know, yeah, he's, probably, yeah. he's probably dropping slide money under the door. You know, probably anything, mom, what you need. You need this, that, no problem. You know, any of that. I'm you know these these guys probably taking care of shit, putting groceries in people's houses, taking care yeah. of a little old lady down the street whose yeah. husband died. In a way they're like Robin Hood. They're like Robin Hoods. Yeah. They really are. I mean, like, cause yeah. I mean when you watch a lot of these, you know, old Italian movies, a lot of them do do good shit for their neighborhoods. Yeah. You that's... know, they put money back into the neighborhoods. Yeah. And so... that's that that was the point though. Because mm-hmm. you know, when they started, wasn't it like the godfather and in the godfather too don't they show like the anti-italian yep. uh mentality so they had to figure out a way to promote themselves and to get, and the, to get their there. community yeah. mm-hmm. community build their community up and and that's what's beautiful about the godfather when you see the way Vito runs the game and the way michael runs the game because Vito he started out hard he did what he had to do when he was young but he set them up nice for the future. And it's kind of like Michael kind of went backwards a little bit and resorted back to the brute force. Like, it's just, oh, it's just crazy. You do not see Michael going the way he does with like, well, the Godfather. But Michael was uh, in the military. He was a military man. Yeah. So, which is why I would think like he would have been. Vito wasn't. Vito wasn't. So do you think him being a military man took compassion out of him? I think it so because they have to break you down and then they build, do, you, back and build you back up. So, so they take those emotions out of it so you can murder. Yeah, you know, cause, basically. Because I mean, you want like in the first one, like when it's time for to for Michael to put the work in, he is like, "Yo, fuck it, let's do it." Gun in the bathroom, I'll kill this yeah, motherfucker. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, he went and did it like he yeah. did shit. Like, and then by two, he's just a fucking menace. You're just like. Oh, he don't give a shit about nobody or yeah, nothing, yeah, bro. Yeah. Oh my god, bro! Like when he kisses Fredo at that wedding, bro, and tells him he knows it was him who snitched. I never had a chill come down my. I was like, oh my god. I was like, 
Yo, John Cazell, you about to get murdered. <laughs> you about to die, cuz. He was like, yo, and Al Pacino was, how did you not get an Oscar for that? He didn't even get an Oscar nom for the first one. Really? Yeah, and fucking um, Brando won, and like he was great, but I'm like, dude, he's in the movie, probably made, it's a three hour movie, he probably has 40, 45 minutes of screen time. Yeah, maybe. yeah. So, <laughs> well, in the first one, he dies. So he maybe dies, that's yeah. I mean, it's a death scene. That was that was really the way he fell in the garden, bro. Yeah. Oh. Anyways, yeah, we'll we'll do a, go- a Godfather episode eventually. Yeah, uh, yeah. Not covering Godfather three. No, say. well, well, the first two. We could <laughs> do the first. We could two. do the first two because Sophia Coppola is so bad. Um. <laughs> anywho, <laughs> she's a great director, though. Great director. Yeah, yeah. she fell she behind was the behind camera. the camera girl. Just like yeah. Roman Coppola is a great writer. Yeah, great writer. Yeah, no, he's great. Him and Wes, man. Yeah, you know, they're yeah. Anywho. All day long, poor guys been watching helicopters and tomato <laughs> sauce all day. Oh, <laughs> you know, poor I had to throw that one in there. Yeah, yeah. You know, he, which is that's just it's just so funny, bro. It's just random, but that's the beauty about Scorsese. Scorsese, all his films, to me at least, do have some elements of humor in them. Yeah, like most of them do make you laugh at some point, especially the Italian ones, like the mob ones. They're funny as hell. But see, life can be funny so i think oh, that's yeah. it shows fucked up shit in life. yeah <laughs> so so i think it shows more humanity mm-hmm. when Scorsese. you can laugh at crazy stuff scorsese is very in touch with human emotions more than people i think realize you know because i think he writes characters a lot better than people give him credit for you know he's he ain't nolan you know nolan's like i, ain't, I don't feel like writing no damn character <laughs> he's like <laughs> yeah. I'm, i want action i want cool looking shit yeah and maybe that's why he did batman so well because batman if you think about it he's not a three-dimensional he's character not. he's literally two-dimensional on a comic book on page. a comic book page yeah yeah like, so it was probably easier because i mean like he captured the essence of the joker great but he didn't bring anything to him as a character no because yeah. and he didn't have to he didn't because you don't have to know his backstory you don't have to know that stuff he's just like a primal force of nature that's all you yep. have to know and it works well because batman is a fucking ip everyone's very very familiar yeah. with so you could just dazzle us visually and we'll be satisfied because yeah. i mean that's what he did like what he pulled off in the, the three batman his three batman's insane yeah you know so anywho all right, so what's age the best? Well, I would say um, most of the film, because I know you, uh, thinking of uh, Boogie Nights, you don't you think cocaine use ages terribly. I mean, it's just like, <laughs> so, but any kind of drug use. I mean, use, like really. look look at look at what it does to people. <laughs> I mean, like... But but if you look at Boogie Nights and Goodfellas as like anti drug PSAs they kind of age well because they still they show do you how age, terrible they do you know what yeah you're right yeah you're right. i mean i i had everything yeah age yeah because i don't think anything really nothing aged, aged poorly. badly mm-hmm. yeah nothing aged poorly because the story and, and we talked about this before i don't remember if it was in something we we actually put out or 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 not or, or just together but because it's a period piece it'll always age well because it takes place in a certain period of time. Yes. So yes. it's not like it could be now or it could be whenever it's, you know, the sixties to like the late seventies, early eighties. So it'll never age poorly because that's when it takes place. Yep. Oh, you're right. You're right. For sure. It's definitely, it ages well for sure. Yeah. Well, everything. So what's age the worst? Uh, honestly, I, I can't think of anything 
because even even the drug stuff just shows you the ills of using drugs. I said snitching on the homies. Well, it's never going to be well. It's yeah, not, yeah, that, still, that's true. Like, but but then th- th- that would age poorly too. Or, yeah, or, but, but I think mean, about it. Harry got fucking. He got away. I mean, if he wasn't up, if he, when Goodfellas came out, he was running his fucking mouth, bragging, saying this is about me. That's why yeah. they kicked him out of witness protection. But had he not done that, that dude would have been chilling till he died. No one would have got him. Snitching on the homies wouldn't have affected his life. Whoa, yeah, that's whoa, true. Man. So I'm like, man, you can't snitch on the homies. I didn't know can't. they kicked him out of witness protection. They did because he was running his mouth, telling people who he was. He's like, we can't protect you if, if you're you telling keep... people who the fuck you really are. <laughs> like, so but, they kicked him out. But wouldn't you expect that since he snitched anyway? <laughs> right. You know what I mean? They, I guess they gave him a lot of chances like to cool it down, and he didn't listen. I guess wow. he didn't take him serious. So they were like, peace. But I mean, he died right after that anyway. So, oh, really? Yeah, he was, he had, he had some kind of, from the lifestyle he was living, yeah. cancer or something like that. I don't remember. Wow. Most rewatchable scenes. Well, oh, I got a bunch man. of them. You, just you just go, go over your scenes. Right, I'll go over mine because yeah, I'll, I'll probably I, cover yours. Yeah, because honestly, you know this film better than I do. Yeah, I've seen a lot. So, yeah. of course, the opening scene. Yeah. That's one of, like, even though it's short and quick, it's, whew, it puts you right there in the mood. Yeah. We already talked about it a little bit. The I'm funny how scene. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, that scene says a lot. That scene shows you who Tommy is as a person. It shows you who Henry is as a person. And that everybody fears Tommy. And then, yes, it shows you how the people around them react to yeah. those two guys. It shows you a lot. And then, of course, you got the, hey, just put it on my tab. You know, it's, you know, a little tab, seven fucking Gs. You know, it's not... Oh, he said, you know, come over here embarrassing me like that in front of my friends. Oh, I'm embarrassed. Oh, you should smack him in the head with a glass. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then it's... that other guy comes walking up and he throws. Yeah, he throws the shit like... at him. And they, and they all think it's funny. Yeah. Which they probably don't. They're probably like, man, Tommy, you always got $7,000. Yeah. And they're probably laughing because they're like, I don't want to get on his bad side. Yeah, exactly. You know He's going to do the same, shit, do to the same shit to me. There's bottles all right? over this. And place. I don't even know. He don't even owe me no money. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. Shit. So, yeah. And it's like. It gives you a very good idea of how two of the main characters are. And, I mean, it's just funny as hell. Because, like, when you first watch it, you're like, you're a little on edge. You're like, bro, yeah, what's about to happen? You're like, and he's like, ah, I got this prick. Yeah. Like, that's, that's yes, like, oh, my happens. God. Get the fuck out of here, Tommy. Like, Because Ray looks legitimately scared. He's yeah. like. He has, he has that face of like, bro, I don't know what to do or say. Yeah, like, I don't yeah. know how to react face. So that's a good one, of and, course. And it does show also with like the, the guy who owns the bar and the other guy that he throws the shit at, like how people who aren't connected react to them. That's mm-hmm. why they're able to have the influence they have. Yeah. Insane. Yeah. yeah there's a couple layers to that scene. That's what I'm like, that scene is very important. Yeah. Another one. Henry pistol whipping the neighbor. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> and the way he does it, he's like, yeah, yeah, and like each hit just breaks him down a little bit more until he's on the ground. And I'm watching it, and it's kind of like that that scene in uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre when the woman's getting hit in the head with a hammer. Yeah, like ooh. it looks fucking real. Yeah, it looks like he was really cracking that. Yeah, the, the sound of the gun hitting the face sounded like real, like real, like butt hitting skin. Yeah. Oh. Like it, whoever did the sound design. Oh, he was incredible. Yeah, that dude gets a A plus. No one knows his name. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah. Props, props. Yeah, yep. he was. That was that scene is great. And then of course, like that scene sets up their relationship. 
It does because you know, now, now she's like totally in. She's in and he yeah. knows she's in. So he's yeah. like, I can trust you. You're my yeah. bitch. You're my bitch for real. He's yeah. like, you're already hot. But now I'm a fuck. Yeah, now it's for real. Yeah. After that, they now she's like waterfall. After that, yeah. yeah. Like, so it does. So yeah. Another one. Unfortunately, I don't know. Rewatch what it is was important scene. Tommy killing Spider. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, dude. Mo, it is important. It is because it kind of it shows you where at that point everyone was getting a little bit fed up with tommy's annex yeah because like, because he shot him in the foot first, first and they were like what are you doing yeah they're like come on bro and then when he ki- they killed him he's like bro like even jimmy was like bro what the fuck dude yeah now we gotta go bury another fucking dude like you killed this kid didn't do shit to you what because he had the balls to stand up to you and talk back he ain't yeah. hurt you he didn't do shit to you like talk sh- he's talking shit he talk it back bro you know he ain't gonna do nothing to you bro yeah. everything he says just he's just talking shit like and you kill him over that he's a friend like, yeah he's our yeah friend. We're, we're grooming this kid yeah exactly you know what I'm like and he's doing well he's showing us he's not fucking scared of people yeah like him standing up to you is a big step in the right direction yeah you know, and if i'm and if i'm tommy i'll be like you know what kid come over here have a drink with me you yeah, know what I mean? yeah I, I respect you you talk shit to me don't nobody talks to me like that but that was after uh the billy batch thing yep so people he, were just fed up already and, people but he, knew but tommy could have just been on edge because of that that too not knowing he was on it because Tommy's always if, on edge because if paulie's asking around to other people tommy might have known even if we didn't see it in the film that something would eventually come out and he's probably worried about it yeah so i'm like damn killing spider yeah that ain't gonna help your situation no no not at <laughs> so, all like, but so. you don't think rationally when in situations like that either so of course another one god there's so many killing billy bats oh my god yeah that's, that's an obviously Wait, a major scene well i know you love uh donovan playing. oh fuck yeah yeah oh my god Lannis, <laughs> bro, just, it just this soft kind of slow like song about like a fantasy is playing while this guy's getting his ass beat and but well, it, they just parallel so well i don't yeah, know why because that was obviously um tommy's fantasy tommy's fantasy yes. yeah you're right and i'm like because you know the the song is about a fantasy place yeah you know and i'm like man just the when i first saw that you know i was young i'm like I was just like glued, man. I'm like, this is the coolest shit I've ever seen. And dude, when De Niro's kicking him in the fish, it looks real, bro. Yeah, like, yeah. God, you like, like, bro. Like, mm. I was like, shit, looks like they yeah, really what, beating this dude's ass. Whatever Scorsese does to to add the realism to it, amazing. Yeah, dude. Like, yeah, like because he had to cut a scene where it was either from Goodfellas or Casino. Where he has someone's head and a vice grip and their eyes like pop out their skull and shit. And he showed Spike Lee it. And he was like, How did you do this, bro? He's like, I can't tell you that. He's <laughs> like, damn, bro. He's like, he's like, it looks so real. It's insane. This is the early 90s. You yeah, know? So, yeah. Yeah, he's just a master of that. That whole scene is just, oh, the whole Billy Bad scene. <clears throat> Sorry, I got blood on your floor. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's a, dude, and like Joe looks so angry like for real like he really looks like that's what that oscar is he really looks like a dude who's just ready to fucking kill someone and he don't care he's seeing nothing but red yeah you know and then of course like that whole scene from 
them killing him, putting him in the trunk, going to Tommy's mom's house. Yeah, oh my you god, know, eating yeah. dinner. Yeah, oh, Henry, you don't talk much. You don't eat much. What's wrong, sweetheart? Oh, nothing. He's fucking shaking the fuck up. And Jimmy and yeah. Tom and Jimmy and Tommy don't give They eating food. They don't they're, care. They're looking at the picture with the dog. <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, you paid it. Like, oh, that guy. guy, take off the beard. It's, it's like, just it's like. like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then it goes to the trunk, and you hear a little bit of the yeah, thumping. Like, I hit a deer, mom. I'm a ball this knife. Yeah, the, uh, no big the, deal. The paw, we gotta get the paw. Uh, yeah, the he's hoof. at the paw. The, the hoof. hoof. The hoof. Yeah, he's yeah. like called the hoof. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like so that shit is. It's that's what I'm like. This tragic fucked up shit is funny. Like Scorsese made it hilarious. Uh, yeah, he's just a master with that. Of course, the Latanza murder montage. Oh my god! They yeah. show all the dudes getting killed. The dude getting yeah, yeah. dumped out the truck, homie in the oh, freezer. Yeah. Like, dude, it was yeah, so yeah. many. I'm like, God, he was just going crazy. Oh, and I can't remember what song they had playing for that. It was another song that fit really good with that montage, too. That that just because that montage just shows you how much Jimmy is kind of changing. And he's kind of like not him as a person, but just his mentality. And he's just it's weird. He's getting older, but it's almost like he's kind of getting sharper at the same time too. Yeah, yeah. Because he's like, he got away with all the murders, dude. Yeah, like he no did. one knew it was him. That's true. Like it's insane. It's like, the only reason he didn't get away with it is because Henry. Decision, yeah, yeah. But it, had that not happened, bro, he would have. Jimmy was smart. He was the smartest one by far, bro. He yeah. kept himself. He had money. He kept himself on a low profile, man. He was he was slick. He knew what to do. That that seems crazy. Of course, one of my. Least favorite scenes, but it's obviously Rajpool. Tommy getting whacked. Oh my god, yeah. Oh no. Oh oh yeah, because uh yeah, because Jimmy and Henry Jimmy are waiting, and Henry to, hear waiting to hear the yeah, news. he's gonna get made. Because remember they're like, Oh bro, him get made, it's like we get made. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because we're his main dudes. Yeah. And bro, like when when he gets when Jimmy gets the call, bro, it's nothing we could do. It's nothing you could do, you fucking killed him. And, and you know, I feel like now that the only reason jimmy put up with tommy was because he knew someday he might get made and that would put him in a better put jimmy in a better position i feel like jimmy did love tommy though bro i feel like the three of them definitely had some real some real love and care for yeah each other. yeah because they hung out they didn't have yeah. to hang out like that they were always hanging out so i think i think he did because he looked sad bro like smashing the phone booth. oh did he, he knock it he over he knocked it over yeah, yeah, which is yeah. One of my nitpicks. why did it fall so easy yeah. but uh but yeah i'm like i think he actually gave a fuck dude i gotta say he actually cared um that that seems sick of course henry in the helicopters oh yeah you know the whole <laughs> just his whole day yeah of being on coke going to get his brother getting the fucking pills from the doctor oh yeah fucking, that's right watching the golf course watching the yeah. helicopters almost crashing in that car going to sell jimmy the guns that he doesn't fucking want like yeah, you know yeah. then going back dealing with the bitch with the lucky hat and all that shit yeah. dude i'm not going anywhere without my lucky hat i'm like bitch you gonna fuck bro i'm yeah. going crazy bro i'm like you gonna get in that damn car go to that goddamn <laughs> airport i don't give a fuck what's on your head or not you ain't gonna have no hair on your head you keep fucking with me like yeah she, yeah she fucked everything up. She did. She yeah. did. And he told her, don't use the fucking phone. And she did that to spite him, dude. Yeah, she and did. And I'm like, look at you, bitch. Now we all in jail. Yeah. Stupid. Anywho. <laughs> and of course, you know, you got motherfuckers been staring at helicopters <laughs> and tomato sauce all day. <laughs> and, and, and while he's running all these errands, 
This dude is trying to prepare like a five course meal at the yeah, same time. Yeah, bro. yeah, he's doing all this crap. Like that is the busiest day. Busiest day. You're like, how you cook a meal and you ain't at home? Like yeah, that's insane. Yeah. Like I'm like, bro. Crazy. I'm like, you know, it would be fun to grow up being like in an Italian fucking family like that, where everyone's just crazy and fun and the food and all that. It would be fun, you know what I mean? For a while. But uh, another one. Karen holding the gun up to Henry. Oh, yeah. Bro, that scene, ooh, she's holding that gun. Bro, she she fucking pulls that trigger a little bit, bro. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, Henry's got to be the operator he was. He got to talk her off the ledge. Yeah. Of course, you know, once he does, he's like, you know, yeah. like anyone would. Like, bro, you was going to kill me, cut. <laughs> like, listen, I know I'm a dog. I know I'm an asshole. But goddamn, just leave. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You yeah. got to murder me, though? Like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, insane but i thought lorraine brocco was really good in that scene you could see in her eyes the way she was shaking the way she was looking at him i'm like oh yeah she was she she was feeling this yeah two more because there's so many good ones jimmy sending karen to get the clothes bro oh my god so scary bro and and when she realizes (laughs) she's i'm out yeah bro he's like go on go on he's like waving her off and like she knew, like, bro, he is too eager for me to go get these clothes. Yeah. So I got clothes. I don't need no clothes. And he's like, yeah, go on there. I'm like, bro, he was going to kill this woman. How are you going to explain that? And he didn't give a fuck. He didn't care, bro. Yeah, he not did not all. care. And he was wearing, like, some weird, like, he's wearing, like, a sweater vest and yeah. something weird at that scene. I'm like, what are you wearing, Wait, bro? did he have his glasses on then, too? <laughs> he might have. Yeah. He might have had them on then. Yeah. You know, oh. that would make sense. He was getting a little bit older, so, like, I guess he, yeah. you know, what his eyesight was probably getting a little bit worse. And then I got one more. The cooking in jail scene. Oh yeah, yeah, dude. The like whole we were system. About the yep, and, the garlic, yeah. the onions. They had the whole system. You know, dude. They got the baguettes brought in from the yeah. people outside. The meat, like they had the system. He's like, we always have this, that, a meter of fish. I'm like, God damn, y'all eating better than motherfuckers outside. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, bro, it's people in their old homes who ain't eating this good, and y'all niggas in jail and you eating this good. And man. they had like a, a room together. It was like the weirdest. Yeah, bro. Yeah, I'm like, how y'all yeah. set this up? Y'all got the yeah having money having connections you know yeah. they, you know they knew some people connected inside you and, know because they had some cops on the take too anyway, of course as they showed course. in the beginning, so. you got it yeah. you can't be a successful crime guy without having cops on the payroll it's that simple yeah all right so it's a lot of good scenes best and worst characters well the best would probably be uh well tommy mm-hmm. well tommy jimmy henry even though henry is kind of the worst also because yeah of turning on his friends but without him we wouldn't have the story makes sense i had four Hmm. tommy henry jimmy and karen oh yeah they push it all forward yeah they're all they they play their roles incredibly they push the story forward even though all of them piss you off at some point or another yeah yeah They, they they are so incredible in portraying these characters even when they're fucking up you still like them yeah that's true you know you still like him like tommy kills somebody innocent i still love him you know <clears throat> jimmy trying to kill karen i still loved him henry snitching on his friends pissed me off a lot but i still had some love for him yeah you know? yeah like it, these guys were just very good characters and that can't be denied really worst character who you got now worse how 
Like just in your own, who who you think was an asshole, who you think was bad acting, whatever. However you define worse. I don't think anyone was really a bad actor. <laughs> no, no film. actor was bad. I don't think. Uh, but the worst character might be Polly, in in my mind, and I'll tell and you, you know, why. I, I can see that. Just because of what you said earlier, I didn't he think look about out it. at all. Yeah, he he's trying to teach you to be whatever, and then when it comes to him actually practicing what he preached, he didn't do it. Yep. Yep, you're you're right. You know what? And I never even thought about Paulie as the worst character, but he is one of the worst characters. And it's like, like what really showed it to me was when he knew Henry was in jail. Yeah, and he didn't look out for his like. You know, them kids gotta eat. Yeah, exactly. You could have brought like, bro. You own grocery stores. Now, you could have brought some groceries over. Now it could be because his wife was Jewish. We don't know if it's like an anti-Semitic thing. It sounds like the Jews didn't like the Italians more so than the Italians not liking the Jews. Yeah, but remember that whole conversation Henry and Joe were having in the car, and he's like, "Bro, I want you to come out with me, double date this chick, which oh, is yeah. Karen." He's yeah. like, "The chick says she don't fucking trust Italians. Can you believe that?" Yeah, shit? yeah, yeah. That's right. In this day and age, in this day and age, yeah. right? he's like, "Come on, man, says she don't trust fucking Italians. Can yeah. you believe that?" Yeah, like, that's yeah. right. That's so, right. Yeah, so like, and oh yeah, because they're they're sitting there waiting for the the bar to get yeah catch the fire. bar to catch on fire yeah 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 yep yeah. <laughs> yep yep that's what like this shit's it's, yeah. so that's funny too like that's funny but yeah so I'm like you gotta look out man that's the thing so I don't know I agree I had Billy Bats oh my god yeah he was Fuck Billy Bats and I had Tommy even though I have him as one of my best characters I still had him as one of my worst characters because. Tommy, as much as you love him, Tommy was a fucking loose cannon to the max, a psycho, a fucking a liability, everything. You know, he yeah, was insane, yeah. bro. Like, some of the shit he did, insane. So, that's who I got for, for the worst. But I do like the Paulie edition there. Yeah, no, you're right. Because he, if he wasn't such an asshole to Tommy, he wouldn't have set in motion everything that caused the downward spiral for every other character yeah because look even those guys during your montage probably wouldn't have been murdered because you know all the other shit wouldn't have happened yeah yeah so murray may have lived murray might have lived murray deserved to live he did murray didn't do shit to nobody murray was just yeah. setting up deals trying to run his business he was seemed like a good family man like he yeah, was so. a he was a rug dealer he was yeah uh, two pet Head rug yeah, yeah yeah all right nitpicks God, what? Oh, oh, you said the. I uh, said mine was the phone booth. The phone over booth. easy. Yeah, That's the yeah. only one I have. Uh, I, I may have said this the last time we talked about it, but the only one I really have is how was Ray Liotta able to keep a straight face looking at Robert De Niro with those glasses on? Good actor. Yeah, all, I guess so. Like, how was, many takes? Did maybe he, take? he had. Maybe, I guarantee you, when he first came out, he was like, he was probably like, bro. <laughs> I can't take you seriously. He's like, All right, give me a minute. Let me let me get used to it. So yeah. I can just look at you. He's like, okay, I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then he looks up and you start laughing again. Yeah, he starts laughing like like Joe Pesci yo, is talking does. to him. <laughs> his fucking yo, his eyes were yo, those things are funny. I'm definitely gonna throw up a picture of those in here. All right, uh, recasting couch. Oh, so this, I say we do the four leads. Yeah, this is a tough one, man. I got I got somebody for everybody. Okay, Henry. Who you, who you like for Henry? I had two. You know what? Nowadays, well, because we have de-aging technology, 
you know, I think uh, would Scorsese still direct? Because he's still great he got, he got at what he it. would do. We'll say Scorsese still direct. Uh, DiCaprio would be the only one I could think of. I had DiCaprio and Christian Bale. Ah, Christian Bale would be great. I like Christian Bale. Especially he since he's half, half Irish. Irish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I thought about him because he's wow. half Irish. I mean, hell, even Michael Fosbender, if he wasn't so gingery looking, yeah. he, he oh, could yeah. work. Just because he looks a little too Irish. You know, um, this is a little out of the box, but going along the Batman route. Killian? No, I was thinking Robert Pattinson. Oh, yeah, he could play him. Because he's really cut his teeth on a lot of independent films. He could, he could. Or even because he still looks young he's, when he he's shaves. He's the right age. When when this dude shaves, he still looks super young. Andrew Garfield. Oh, he would kill it. Yeah. Acting-wise, he would kill yeah, it. He, yeah, yeah. He actually. Because he's a great he's dramatic actor. Scorsese. Has he? Uh, Silence. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, him and Adam Driver, they're the leads oh, in that. Oh, wow. Yeah, he. I think he would actually be great. Andrew yeah. Garfield honestly can play anything. Yeah, he can. Like, he really, really can. Like he, he yeah. just plug and play him. That actually could work. He's the right age too. Yeah, yeah, and he work. and he could actually play. He could look like he's twenty one. Yeah, and but he could also look like something. Yeah, yeah. He could yeah. Actually, look older when he needs without to. CGI without. Or yeah, yeah. Because Ray Ray looked that was the most <laughs> shot out twenty one year old I've ever seen, bro. So, uh, all right. So Tommy, who you got? Tommy, that's a tough one. I only got one. Who who do you have? Tom Hardy. Wow. You know what? He's perfect. Dude, he can play that asshole good, bro. He's yeah. played it a lot. Like, have you seen The Revenant? I have not, but he, I know he played those twins that were like gangsters, those British guys in, in a movie. Bro, he's played so. he's played a lot of like kind of tough, hard nosed roles. Watch fucking um The Revenant. And you'll see why I want That's with I DiCaprio, would, right? You'll yeah. see, dude. He should have won the Oscar for that. The Tom Hardy, he was. Oh, I hated his soul in there. Really? And that's how good he was. Wow. I love Tom Hardy. Yeah, so. yeah. You ain't got nobody? No, I can't. I couldn't. I had trouble coming up with this because it's such a product of its time. Mm -hmm. So really I is. so I just assumed <laughs> I, I'd be able to, to riff off of what you say. And honestly, Tom Hardy might be, God, Tom. he's got the look too. Yeah, he's a little he prettier does. than Joe, but he got the look. Yeah, he's he tan, does. A shorter side, stocky built. Yeah, put yeah. Him, put a suit on him, and like he, Tom Hardy's a, he ain't a small dude. Like no, he scared no. the shit out of somebody. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I like. Him. Yeah, yeah, that's actually really good. Yeah, that's really good. I mean. Yeah, that's what I was liking. Tommy for Tommy. All right, so you got Jimmy. Jimmy, I I was thinking honestly. They de-aged De Niro for The Irishman, right? They did. So couldn't they just reuse De Niro? They probably you know? could, but I recasted him. Okay. Josh Brolin. You really love Josh Brolin. That's my dude, bro. Yeah. But I feel like he would play this role well. He could play the half Irish, half Italian dude real well. You know who might be really good as Tommy? Mm. Sorry, just to go back no, a little no, bit. No. We just saw him yesterday. Sam, Sam Rockwell. Sam. Sam could Because he could bring that same kind of fishy energy. He could. He definitely could. Yeah. Like, Sam Rockwell's a good actor. Especially after watching Three Billboards. Yeah. I'm like, he can be a tough, like, yeah. fuck you guy. So, I'm like, yeah. yo, he shocked the shit out of me in that movie. I was like, I ain't never seen you acting like this. I think the only scene <laughs> I remember from that film, like, he looked like somebody beat the shit out of him. Well, he, he goes through a lot. You see when he threw that dude out that window? Dude, it's been a long time. Oh, you need to watch that. I need you to rewatch it. watch that, because Francis is great. He's great. Well, you know, I love some, love me 
Lewis and Francis McDormand. Yeah. But Almost it, famous, bro. But I think um I think Sam Rockwell could really bring Good. Yeah, but He's the right age too. Yeah, and, and because it's like there's some humor in it. Yeah, he was he, he would definitely bring another uh, a yeah. nice layer of comedy to it. Yeah, especially after seeing funny. seeing him in Argyle. Yeah, he's like, I was laughing funny. the whole time. Yeah, he definitely had I definitely laughed more than I thought yeah. watching that. It was funnier than I expected. Uh yeah, he he would be great. Sammy would be great. I could take him, sure. Yeah. And Karen. Karen. Now I, I'm sure you probably have a Jessica Chastain. I do not. Or, Jessica uh... Chastain can't play Karen. <laughs> oh, my God. What about your girl, Rachel Sanat? Not pretty enough. To oh. the average eye. Okay. To, but you know, to you, I, think, I think she's beautiful, but, but to, other people yeah, don't. Yeah, to, to you, she'd be the perfect. I've talked to other people, and they're like, Dom, she's not cute. I'm like, okay, I guess I'm weird. <laughs> but, you know, look, you, you like what you like. Yeah, you do. You know, and I think she's hot. <laughs> yeah, so. But I got someone people do think is hot. Okay. Mila Kunis. Ah, you know what? She would be good. The look is there. Yeah, and yeah. I think she got the chops to pull it off. And she still looks young she still enough looks that young she can play, play young and yeah. play older. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That sounds like I'm Mila Kunis for it. You know what? You're right. That'd be a fun one, dude. Think about it. Leo or Christian Bale, Tom Hardy, yeah. Roland or Sam Rockwell, yeah. Mila Kunis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice fun boy. That cast alone brings some money to your movie. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I think Brolin would be a good Jimmy. He would because he has that. I'm thinking about he's him got now. The toughness, yeah, like he's he's got the look, the toughness. He's smooth. He's a great actor. I'm thinking about um, the way that he was in Dune, mm -hmm. and yes. I'm like, yeah, I think playing that big brother type. Yeah, he yeah. was like Chalamet's big brother. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? Honestly, Chalamet might too, too small, too skinny. But I'm thinking for like a younger. When they show oh, Henry, Henry Young, yeah, he could yeah, play. Yeah. He could be young yeah, Henry. He he's still looks like, twelve years he's old. Be like, I want to play the whole fucking role. Yeah, like, I'm not playing the. <laughs> and young like, no, days. you look twelve. He's gonna be like, no, I can look thirty. What do you mean? He no, looks you can't Shalmay look looks thirty. Like he's twenty at most. Yeah, he's like twenty-seven or eight. Really? Yeah, he's not young, young. Wow, well, he's young, but he ain't like a baby. He ain't like fucking like Jenna Ortega or none of that. Yeah, like yeah, early ass twenties. So I mean, yeah, so. So I got for the recast. Really no, soon. That's great, actually. All right, so let's let's grade this thing. Well, it has to be once again. It has to be an A, a plus. plus. We're talking about a yeah. classic, classic, great film that's been loved for decades now. You know. Yeah, and it hasn't aged poorly. It has not. So it was an A plus thirty four yeah, years ago. It was ago. an A plus upon release. It's an yeah. A plus now. Yeah, like anyone who doesn't like this movie doesn't understand anything it's really that's like, really all you that's can something say. Like really like if you don't like this film i can't i can't suggest nothing to you yeah like if you were like okay i don't like violence in films or it's okay fine but if you're someone who's an average film watcher like yeah i'll check out whatever you know if you didn't like this or at least think it was watchable good yeah i still know what to suggest to you shit see i've never really... watched morbius <laughs> we do love morbius this is the best film i've made incredible yep. Uh, I've never really been into mob movies. I think that was my problem and why mm -hmm. I avoided it a lot because that's a genre in and of itself. It's a genre. So, you know, like in the, tw uh, I don't know about, yeah, I think I said we're some in the 20s, but like the 30s and 40s were really about like 
mobsters, gangsters, yes. detectives, yep. noir Big stuff. Big one. I love them. You know, yeah. I love them old gangster noir films. Like, give me a James Cagney film, yeah, bro. Yeah, like, Humphrey Bogart. yeah. Humphrey Bogart film. Yeah. Hell yeah, bro. Uh, William Holden. William like, Holden, All of yeah. these were playing, like, gangster-ass motherfuckers. Yeah, Burt Lancaster. <laughs> Burt Lancaster is yeah. incredible. Tony Curtis, like all yeah. the dudes are playing them fun little, like even like a movie like The Sweet Smell of Success. They handle the newspaper business like the mob would. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird, but there's some man. Yeah. That's the stuff I was used to, and it's mostly made up. Yes. Now this it's is a, this is a real based on truth. Yeah, yeah. And it's got a it's got a level of it, 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 it's elevated to the max bro yeah because those films you could tell they were uh the ones from the 30s and 40s yeah. and stuff you know that they're not they might be loosely based on reality but it's not yeah there's like a street level reality to like this film that kind of you feel it more you feel it it feels legit man. yeah it feels yeah. legit especially for the time period it's it gritty out. it's dirty well but it's also yeah same time yeah yeah it, the dirt and the grit isn't necessarily in like where it's filmed or the filmmaking it's like in in what the people what you do see. yeah yeah what, yeah what yeah you see. it's gritty yeah so yeah so a plus is across the board guys yeah. obviously if you haven't seen goodfellas you pretty much have now but yeah <laughs> you should go yeah. watch it bro so next up i don't know we got to talk about it guys we're gonna have to surprise you because we're thinking about more scorsese we're thinking about killers of the flower than we we were talking about some other stuff so we'll figure it out for yeah you. but we're gonna wrap this up i am dom i am jamie and this is the cutting room floor